All right, you ready? Yeah. Watch through the movies and burn through the spookies and then listen to my dead last podcast. Dead last podcast. Recording the podcast. It's about some horror films. And that's the that's what we do every time. Nice. If you is your first time, that's the official song. We do it before everything, and that was pre-recorded. Actually, we just played that. It's always the same song. Always the same song. It's good to have, you know, uh, an anchor point with an opening song for a podcast. Mm-hmm. I read that somewhere, which is why we do the same song every time. Yeah, and it's pre-recorded f- professionally. Right. Um, usually just by the artists we asked them to do that. That was actually Rob Zombie. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, I think a lot of our listeners would know by now that consistency is kind of the name of the game with this podcast. Yeah, exactly. We they know w- what to expect and when to expect. Yeah, when it. they're coming out. Yeah. What's going to happen. We keep everyone updated. Yeah. And it's just, it's a very anchoring right. uh, podcast for our horror fans. We don't want to spook anyone or catch them off guards. That's what the yeah. pod, that's what the meat of the podcast is about. But we like to keep it a very regimented cycle. Yeah, yeah. We always say our names, too. Like, I'm Brandon Valley. Right. I'm Luke and Valley as well. Well, he's Luke Beeman. He's right. not He's not Luke Valley. We're not We're not brothers right. or anything like that. That would be cool, though. Yeah. I think of you like a, yeah, like a, like a brother in, in podcasting terms. I'm, absolutely. You're the, uh, my number one brother in podcasts. So yeah, yeah. No, no, and nobody same. even comes close. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Dude, no doubt. Uh, yeah, it's good to be back here in the old the old studio. As we say always, we always say that, too. <laughs> you know? That's good. Another anchoring point. Yeah. Uh, for listeners, get them serialized with this. But yeah, it, we we are in a, we reside in a haunted studio. For listeners who don't know, um, it's no longer currently haunted. Um, we had a ghost engineer, Spectral Jeff, who has um, left us. We believe he was here to help the podcast get its legs. And now that we've become a successful horror podcast, um, he, his work here is done, and his soul has ascended or descended. Yeah, probably descended. We're thinking it descended. Yeah, I mean. That's where we're all going anyways, where we're going. Right. You know, right to hell. Now, this podcast, though, this podcast is going to podcast heaven. Yes, sure mm-hmm. is. But not uh, anytime soon. Yeah, we'll have to get a Patreon first. Yes. Yeah. So you guys give us money. Keep uh, an eye out for our Patreon. Uh, how are you? How was, the, how was this tour? It was good, my friend. Um, yeah? Yep. Yep. Tour, tour was good. Three weeks on the road. It was mostly um, like southeast, deep south, Georgia, okay. Alabama, Florida. The dirty. The di- deep dirty. Mm-hmm. Um, it was cool, man. You know, I had, uh, some spooky moments. Um, I was in Wilmington, North Carolina and uh, you notice a lot of places. I like always check out brochures, like in the hotels and stuff down there. A lot of places claim to be like the most haunted place. But well, there's a lot of that down there. But there is. Yeah. There's a lot of history, old cities. You should have visited Point Pleasant in Virginia and get to see the Mothman, like the shirt I'm wearing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> shout out Brand- Brandon's shirt. Yeah. It says Mothman is real and he's my boyfriend. Yeah, it's true. It's an it's an amazing shirt. Yeah, a lot um, of people don't know. They think the Mothman is an interdimensional being, and you can't interact with it. But it, on certain terms, you can. They're ignorant. If there's romance involved, it's 2017. People should be allowed to, f- you know, if they want, if they're if interracial and, you know, um, interdimensional inter- interdimensional relationships, yeah. they should be okay by this. Point. I think so. It's ignorant. It's hard. It's in the South. He lives in the South, so it's hard. It's hard right. They're, yeah. they're still a little backwards down there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, Wilmington, North Carolina, it's very spooky. Um, there's a, it, It's I don't know why. It's just supposed to be spooky. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of old houses. I guess they're spooky. I think that word means a different thing down there also. What, spooky? Yeah. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, we won't get into it, no, but we can yeah. look it up. That's true. Um, you know, there was a lot of cool kind of drives, like, under a full moon and the creepy, like, um, 
what are those trees cicada trees with like the spanish moss okay you know kind of seeing those silhouettes against the moon and there were some spooky drives um and yeah just kind of the old the old timiness uh of it like we were in florida and i found i didn't know that um saint augustine is like the oldest town in america yeah yeah and um, it's supposed to be super haunted and spooky again both both who's terms. uh who's the top ghost who's the bottom bitch i don't I don't know, um, but I had a friend who, who played down there, and he had some weird shit happen to him. He was like on a laptop at night watching Netflix, and he said the volume kept going down while mm. he was watching. There's no way that he was high and his volume button was stuck, though. There's absolutely no way. There's no way. Um, they it was the ghost, ghost of Ponce de Leon. It was the Ponce de Leon ghost. Old Ponce boy. Yeah. Still kicking. Yeah. So so that, that was cool. You know, it's a spooky area. The one thing is, you know, it was October, and I was hoping – to get my horror movies in and it was kind of tough on the road um i know you gave me a couple recommendations for netflix but i gotta say i think this this selection is quite disappointing for horror movies on netflix right now yeah yeah i mean there are a couple I mean, you're already we've already watched all the hits i guess so it's not like right it's be fair to the layman but like yeah the latest two good ones are gerald's game and uh, a dark song i thought those both were okay. great and they're both on netflix and gerald's game is the stephen king adaptation yeah stephen king adaptation people said it was impossible to adapt to uh film but i thought it was great cool and i've a, heard good things about that yeah and a dark song is just a it's a movie about uh an occultist and this woman they moved to this house uh and for eight months they try to do uh like this ritual in order to summon a garden angel and it's like very uh it's like a legit um, Alistair Crowley ritual. Okay. Um, that takes that long. Al Crow. Al Crow. And it's pretty cool. Okay. It's, it's a pretty cool movie. Worth checking out. I watched a bunch of stuff. I watched uh, April Fool's Day for the first time. That's on Netflix? Uh, no, it's not. Okay, so yeah, you, you've been doing some some work for yeah, horror movies. Yeah, I watched okay, Chris- What else you got? Christine. I watched Alligator. Cool. And you um, liked Alligator? I loved Alligator. We gotta do that. We're gonna do an Anaconda yeah, Alligator. Anaconda episode. Alligator. We'll, we'll call it. We'll be a uh, Scale Boys. Scale Boys. Yeah, we'll call that. There was Scale a movie Boys. on Sci-Fi the other day called, you know how they have all these awful, crocodile movies and crossover movies, and there was one called Anaconda or Lake Placid versus Anaconda. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, really? You? I mean, I guess those are just things. Yeah, but a, you, a you have mo- the, the rights to those to be able to. I mean, how much does it even cost anymore? I mean, it, yeah. it, it was and these movies. And are, can and also, can you really buy the word the, those words? Right, that's what I'm saying. You so know maybe what not, I mean? Maybe not. But I mean, it's a movie about a giant crocodile, and and I, I didn't get through too much of it. I mean, it is. It's not even like you know, like agonizing. It's just, it's just anything else is worth my time. Yeah, staring at a wall is more beneficial. You didn't, you didn't finish the that. movie. No, it no. was who absolutely. Do you, who awful. do you think won? I watched the end of the movie. I actually fell asleep, and okay. then I woke up, and at the end, it zoomed out on some alligator eggs, and a snake popped out. Okay. So um, I think it was you know a Freddy versus Jason kind of ending. Yeah. Nope, nobody wins. They're hoping to extend the franchise, and that won't happen either. It's hard to get past the uh, Alien versus Predator tagline of "Whoever wins, we lose." We lose. It doesn't get better. Than you know. That. Yeah. yeah, that's a, the best tagline for those versus movies. Yeah, it's true. For horror, I don't know. What would you tag that with, you know? The a- alligator mm-hmm. versus Lake Placid. It would just be whatever happens. Well, Anaconda. Don't, don't watch this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't waste your time. Whatever happens, leave the room. It doesn't <laughs> matter. Yeah, they were rough. So I, I had to wait. I got my, my spooky movies on since I got back into town a couple okay. days ago. So I've been trying to, you know, just throw them on the background, hammer them out at late at night and all that. Um, 
I've watched. I, I I started to do a little reverse order Jason movie viewing. Okay. I watch the Friday Thirteenth like every year. You know, I I do enjoy them. Um, and I I, I we on Friday Thirteenth, me and my bandmates did stay in a small cabin in the woods. Nice. So I did throw on um, part six, my favorite one, Jason Lives. Watch that. So the other day I started to do a little reverse order. I watched um, Freddy vs Jason and then Jason X. Um. Yeah, they're not even good in the background. Yeah, yeah. They're just <laughs> Freddy vs Jason has a couple. You know, what is it, Kelly Ro- Rowan? Roland, yeah. Ro- she, uh, God, she's bad in that. Yeah, she says some naughty words. Yeah, she's yeah. just like, she's like picking on Freddy. She's like, what's with the knife? She's like, you trying to compensate for something? And yeah, it's like, like hmm. well, that's a supernatural being. Like, I don't know. You should, you should be afraid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nobody's oh. afraid in, in that movie. They're yeah. all just, te- they're all just like, Fuck you, Jason. Like, there's no fear. And it's like, don't you know that in horror movies, the victims are supposed to be afraid? No, to, I guess to mention someone else's jokes, but uh, my favorite podcast is a podcast called Come Town. Mm-hmm. Uh, Come Town? Come Town. Literally C-U-M Town. I love it. It's pretty ignorant. A lot of people don't like it. Um, <laughs> I can't but it's great. Uh, and in one of them, uh, in one of the live ones, they talk about how, uh, you know, it, it's strange that Freddy, like, wants to murder those kids that he like molested, right? Right. Like, he molested them as children. Like, isn't that like enough? Well, was like, it... isn't it worse to just be molested? And also, wouldn't he just like molest them in the dreams instead? Right. You know, instead of murdering them. Well, he yeah. didn't molest the actual kids in the movie, right? He he was a child molester, and the parents burned him, and then years later he comes back to like torment a new generation of kids. Oh, unmolested. Right. Oh, okay. But yeah, it's like if he was a sexual pervert. I mean, maybe you know. It's, I think there's a little bit of like sadomasochism going on. That's there. too. I guess I haven't watched enough of them. But like, usually there's some type of like justice in his revenge. It's like, oh, he was a pedophile. Right. He was a murderous pedophile, and then they burnt him alive. Right. It's not like he's like, oh, un- unjust, <laughs> like right. death. I need revenge. It's like there was. It's pretty just. Well, <laughs> like, that was for what him they to die. Tried like, to do like, like Jason had an unjust death. Like Candyman right. had an unjust death. They right. all like all these people. A maniac cop, right? You know, for whatever the fuck that was. Like, like you know, <laughs> yeah. they came back right. they for have, a reason. There's for revenge. unfinished business, and his unfinished business is like, well, I wasn't done murdering and molesting kids. Right. Like I'm like, oh, okay. I guess <laughs> I he's guess. more kind of on the ter- yeah. par with like our. Our man Dracula will be talking about like in Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah, I mean, he like renounces his faith. He wasn't a good guy. Yeah, you know, he impaled people as a profession. Yeah, I guess so evil that you know you renounce. Ain't no friend. grave gonna hold that body down, hey. as old old JC said. Good tune. Um, but you know, like in the new Friday the Third or um, Nightmare on Elm Street, excuse me, that was kind of the plot that they switched the plot a little bit, and there was this whole the thing was that Freddy Krueger may or may not have molested these kids. And so he was wrongfully murdered by the parents. Yeah, yeah. And so he comes back to enact their revenge on the parents. The guy who did molest those kids must have been like, whew. Yeah, yeah. Dodge yeah. that one. Wow, all right. He's like next door to the guy that got burned. He's like, <laughs> yeah, hey. He's, like, he's just like whistling, walking down <laughs> the street. Boo, boo, boo. Yeah, yeah. Guess I can molest another yeah. kid tonight. <laughs> yeah, business as usual, baby. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we're going to get into some vampire stuff today. Yeah, it's our first A lot of vampire. vampire. We haven't done any vampires. Yeah, well, Life Force. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, really, yeah. were those vampires? Those were, like, aliens. I guess so. They yeah, were I, I, was, like, I saw Ken earlier this week, and I told him, nice. like, yeah, we're finally going to do a vampire one. He's like, well, didn't we do one? I'm like, well, I don't know. They're from space. It doesn't count. Still don't, Ken. Yeah. It doesn't really count. We got to um, get Ken back on. 
We should. He has we a wealth of obscure knowledge. Yeah, yeah. They're making a documentary on him now. That's why they really? were, yeah, they're shooting uh, for a documentary. Oh, yeah, I read uh, a feature on him yeah. and just all the, his TV guide collection. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah, they're doing some type of thing for CBS or something. But they had a bunch of cameras. Wow. Yeah, uh, that's, yeah, for anybody listening, if you haven't checked it out, check out our episode on Life Force. Not so much for the movie, um, but Ken was an awesome guest, and he gives a really cool um, list of horror movies to check out. So yeah, especially well, if you're trying to get good spooky knowledge. and yeah. find some new horror movies. They have him and Sam back. Yeah. But also, let's, uh, so let's talk about vampires. Look, okay. um, how do you feel about vampires in general? You know, I got to say... Vampires are not my favorite. Not me, my favorite. Me neither. Monster. No, me neither. I, I I don't. I've never liked any vampire show. True Blood and all that was yeah. never my thing. I watched it originally, but not for noble reasons. I mean, I sound like a sexist pig, but originally I heard you saw in a pack with naked, and it was like, oh, that's cool. And I checked it out. Like the show. And what uh, show? True Blood. Yeah, True Blood. Okay. Yeah, that uh, eh, sounds bad. I shouldn't have said that. You know, you know. Hey, you know, the teenager li- never leaves. You've probably you said know? worse things. Yeah, probably, I definitely have said worse things on this podcast. To be honest with you, probably tonight already. Yeah, but I usually blame them on you, right? Because you know, well, people say we have the same voice, right? So, <laughs> say Luke's. That's me. Also, me. Luke said that. Why did you say Luke? that? Oh, the, yeah, no, that was yeah, Brandon who yeah. said that. Um, hold on, that show's it's okay. Yeah, Peter's out. It, it, I don't know. I know you it, like Twilight. I know that um, Twilight's you fun and Sarah to watch. Read, yeah, read we Twilight hate books. read that. We have a hate read book club and read Twilight. That's awesome. And that was a lot of fun. That was my favorite one to read. But I don't know. Vampires, there's kind of lame. I hate a lot of things about vampires. I hate, um, I don't like when they, uh, I don't like when they hiss. That's one of a, <laughs> that's really a trigger for me. Okay. When vampires hiss at each other, I'm like, I'm out. Uh, when they dance, when vampires dance. When do they dance? In a lot of movies. There's so many movies where like, uh, they do. They're just like, yeah. Vampire culture is exactly like goth vampire culture. There's a, mm. there's so many uh, new age vampire movies that have like a nightclub scene, at yeah. A vampire club and like Blade and, Blade, and yeah. like Queen of the Damned and okay. like Dracula yeah. 2000 and shit like that. And I don't know. Are they uh, good dancers? It's like techno. Ra- no, 90s yeah. Rave it's stuff, like right? it's like uh, it's like how they dance in the Matrix. Right. They're all like that. Like in the Matrix, yeah, might as well all be vampires. They're all alpha vampires. Aren't they? I didn't get that, those movies. It's stupid. But I don't like vampires very much. They. You always know how to kill them, I guess. I think that's my issue with them. It's a little too straightforward. And vampire movies can take liberties and change the tropes. But we all know the deal with vampires. We know Cross. Garlic, yeah. sunlight. This shit there, fucks there, with them up. So there's how, so much stacked against them that right. it's hard to be afraid. It of, seems of like them, it's just hard to be a vampire. Yeah, and sp- in certain movies, uh, it, and the rules get bent, right? Like mm-hmm. in certain movies, um, uh, you know, like fire, um, light burns them. It somebody yeah. kills them, and in Twilight, you sparkle. Yeah. So th- I get that there's varying degrees, but I agree. I think there's too many. It's like you know, you're going up against a mummy or like some undead forest. The, the fun with a lot of horror movies is how do you kill this unstoppable force? Yeah, and vampires are like, I, well, I have an entire scroll of options. Yeah, yeah. for a mummy, I'd be pretty confused on how to kill a mummy. I, yeah. wouldn't, I wouldn't know where to begin. I would chop its head off, you I know? guess. But yeah, then try. You know that body's going to keep yeah. coming at you. It's super undead. But yeah, vampires, like, they do well, like, stealthily. But once they're found out, it's like, eh, well, you're done. Yeah. You know? Like. Yeah. I, I think that vampires have such a play, a cultural are such a big cultural icon and they're so, cause you think about it, man, there's gotta be, there's more media like bu- um, pop culture, like 
books, magazines, TV shows, movies about vampires than any other monster. Yeah, 100%. I think you can just get it because vampires are people. And you don't necessarily need a budget or to suspend believability. To You can just say, this person's a vampire. You know, you can't just be like, this person is a mummy. This is a werewolf. Yeah. There's yeah. makeup involved. You literally don't need any vamp- makeup. You can just fucking make a shitty vampire movie. Yeah, there's some fake teeth. Yeah. It's pretty easy. Right. We, um, I used to go as a vampire as a kid, though. A lot. So I think at some point in my youth, I was drawn to vampires. Yeah. They're also very sexual. Yes. I think that's what people like about them. Yeah. I want to make movies about them because they're like hot. And it's right. like, oh, what if I was immortal? Right. The price to pay is to kill the people. But right. they're also very sexy and right. young forever and stuff like that. Uh, also, one of my favorite things, uh, the, one of the funniest things I think to do is just to refer to all vampires as Draculas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it makes me very happy. We can do that. Like, okay. Talk about Twilight. We're like, hey, what that, what, Twilight, that movie where uh, that girl's making out with them Draculas? What huh? is he, uh, Dracula? Yeah. <laughs> And um, also, there, there's so much of it. Even when we looked up, I looked up Dracula, like how many movies are about Dracula, and there's 86 that are about them, and 32 wow. have Dracula, like, in the name. That's incredible. Half of them are, like, Batman movies, animated movies or something like that. Right, there's so, a like, lot of Batman of versus uh, yeah, Dracula. Bat- yeah, there's, like, five of them in there. Um, I'll tell uh-huh. you a vampire movie that I do like. Well, there's a few. I shouldn't just say, okay. you know, one. But one, like, obscure movie that I really like that I think you would like, too, maybe listeners would, like, check out is um, called The Legend of the Seven Golden Vampires. No you idea. This? It was from 1974. Um, the, the, the description here is, While lecturing in China, Van Helsing agrees to help seven kung fu-trained siblings reclaim their ancestral mountain village, now the domain of seven powerful vampires and their army of undead slaves. Interesting. And this stars Peter Cushing as well. And th- is it a, a Hammer movie also? You know what? It, it, I don't think it sounds it is. like it is. I, it, it sounds like it, doesn't it? An ATI? Let's see here. Let's see what it says on the poster. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't say. Interesting. I'll check that out. Um, but it, it's a cool like crossover kung fu horror movie, and it's more kung oh fu, hell yeah! But it's really cool. I mean, really? it's like kung fu guys fighting zombies. That rules. It's really cool. It's a very much a movie you can just throw on in the background. Um, What's it called again? The Legend of the Seven Golden Vampires. Seven Golden Vampires. Okay. Yeah, and it's 1974. Very cool. Very cool, entertaining. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I like horror. Oh, you know what? You're right. It is Hammer. Yeah, totally. I mean, yeah, that, yeah it seems like it, right? Got Cushing. That, right. that name alone. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And you know what? So I've looked more into the Hammer stuff because we're, we're doing Horror of Dracula tonight. And the, the vibe of those movies is cool. I do enjoy that kind of old, like, you know, late 50s, 60s, 70s, like, horror movie vibe. And I, I'll watch those before I would watch any like post eighties vampire yeah, it's movies. That's very interesting. I I want to get way more into that when we do uh, horror yeah. of Dracula tonight. Sure. I got a lot to say about Hammer, and I want to discuss that very much. Okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, would you say what's your favorite vampire movie? Uh, The Lost Boys for sure. Same. Yeah. Same. I I've, I've, I've always loved. I've that watched movie. that movie so many times. Yeah, it, and it never gets old. No, it's great. Yeah, it's great. It's it's the. It's such a quintessential just eighties movie yes. in general. Yeah, it feels so good. Yeah. Just like. <laughs> You you got horror on top of like eighties like Goonies esque right. like bullshit going on with yes. like both Corys and Kiefer Sutherland oh, and man. like oh my god it's a goddamn beautiful movie it's incredible just it's doesn't get the the score the music yeah. yeah oh man um come with us Michael 
They say Michael. We we uh, counted it one time. Me and my friends. How many times they say uh, Michael or Mikey or any iteration of Mike, and it ended up being like 142 wow. times that they say Michael yeah. in that movie. That's a name you remember at the end yeah. of that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Michael. His yeah. name was Michael, wasn't it? But it's like, like you said. I mean, that's a very like 80s sexualized movie too. Yeah. You know, I think that is a big part of um of the van. I mean, like, you look at the Twilight things. You know. Uh, also, a big thing, uh, especially for like early '90s or late '80s to early '90s movies, which I think also I- even impacts. What we're gonna talk about with Bram Stoker's Dracula is uh, is AIDS. Yeah. So AIDS was a big thing. Right. It was ha- very popular at the time. People loved AIDS. Right. You know, they loved it. Couldn't get enough of it. Right. Uh, so uh, so vampire movies are of course uh, a great correlation to that because right. you're. Uh, you know, sexuality and blood and getting cursed from these acts combining both. Right. It's uh, it's a perfect way to tap into that kind of anxiety, I think. Yeah. Which is something that is probably lost on us watching the movies these days. But at the time, I bet it it probably struck a chord in a different way. Absolutely. I mean, I yeah. think any vampire movie has that kind of undertone. Even in horror of Dracula, there's yeah. certain they make mention of it. Um, Peter Cushing's Van Helsing is giving a speech about like the rise of syphilis and stuff like that mm-hmm. when we first meet him. So I think that whole concept. But is, that, that's is a in uh, that's in Bram Stoker. Oh, you're right. It totally is. Yeah, he makes the joke. Uh, yeah, yeah civilization Hopkins. to civilization. Right. Doesn't it, it, there's a little bit of it in horror of Dracula. I was thinking that Peter Cushing had mentioned something at one point about it. But yeah, it maybe I think Bram Stoker is definitely more heavily on mm. that on the the sexual kind of themes and stuff there. Um, yeah. So, but I, so you know, they're, they're, you know, there there's some good ones, and um, Bram Stoker's Dracula, I, I've always remembered as a kid. So there's movies that stick out, but I think it's also just because they're so prevalent in pop culture. I never yeah. really go out and seek like a vampire movie. You yeah, know? and I, I've never actually seen the. 30s Dracula with Bella Lugosi. It's okay. It's not bad. It's not my favorite of the Universal movies, mm. but uh, it's okay. Nosferatu is better. That Nosferatu yeah. is creepier. Nosferatu. Yeah. I also have never seen the whole thing. Really, really wanted. I really wanted to see uh, if I had more time leading up to this episode. I wanted to watch Nosferatu and I wanted to watch the the original Universal Dracula. Yeah, yeah. but I you I, should I, watch Nosferatu and Shadow of the Vampire. Have okay. you ever watched that movie? No, I haven't. But I'd Sh- like to. Shadow of the Vampire is a movie that posits that Max Schreck, the guy who played Nosferatu, right. was literally just a vampire. Mm-hmm. Like, he was really a vampire, and they got him to make this movie. Hmm. And um, um, John Malkovich plays uh, uh, Friedrich Morneau, the guy who made uh, Nosferatu. And he's a director, and he's trying to, like, rein in, <laughs> like, this vampire in order really? to make this film. So yeah, it's like uh, very Will, meta. Willem Dafoe is uh, Max Schreck. Oh, right. It's right, great. Right. It's really cool. Oh, that's a very, cool. it's a really interesting original idea. How about um, Kiss of the Vampire with Nick Cage? Never saw it, but I really should. That's right up my alley. It's something else. Yeah, I'll tell you that. Uh, love an untethered cage. Yeah, yeah. He oh, seems he is like quite one, untethered. Yeah, it this. seems like one of those movies where he's just completely off the leash. Oh, let him do his yeah. thing, and that's where I want him. That's not all I want. Him. I, th- this is one yeah. of the most unabashed, untethered cage movies there is. Uh, yeah, never, never put cage on a leash, dude. No, you don't. Never. Cage just on let a leash. him go. Have you seen the um the YouTube compilation of like Nick Cage loses his shit? Is what oh it's yeah, totally. So the Kiss of the Vampire is the one where he's literally just walking, swaying in the street, going. Oh, 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 I'm a vampire. <laughs> yeah, so no, it's the A B C D E F G. Right, yeah, worth seeing. Yeah, that sounds great. 
Yeah, maybe we'll do that at some point. <laughs> Has Nick Cage done any other horror movies? Um, he's about to. He's about to do one with the guys who directed Gamer and um, uh, was it Ghost Rider? Uh, okay. uh, so it's a movie about where parents. Uh, it's a disease where all parents want to kill their kids, right? Oh, we so talked a little yeah, bit about this. Yeah, I think we probably talked about this podcast before, but it focuses on these two kids, and the parents are, I forget who the mother is, but the father is Nicolas Cage. So it's basically we get to watch Nicolas Cage try to murder children, yeah, which right. I think seems pretty Sounds cool. Sounds great, yeah. 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 Untethered as fuck. Aye, yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, I'm into it. But, so, uh, yeah, vampires, they're okay yeah. for us. Yeah, vampires, they're all right. Not my favorite. I prefer yeah. werewolves Yeah. Uh, or like fish guys. Yeah, I prefer fish guys. You know, creature the of fish guy episode. Uh, but you know, there's a lot of those like in those universal horror movies. It they're very much like they're all kind of tragedies. You know, every monster, quote unquote, is kind of it's a monster as a result of like a loss or something. You know, I mean, mm. creature from the black lagoon just loves the woman, just wants to swim with her, can't. You know, I can't really speak to the Dracula, but even you know, Wolfman and Mummy, it's like yeah, they portray very them tragic. with these yeah, tragic mel- air of melancholy, and I think that though you know that that makes for a, a a good monster. There was a bit in the in the old vampire in, in like the the old ones, and like and in an uh, interview with the vampire too. Sometimes it's tragic, but usually it's kind of uh, portrayed as like a, a grasp for power. You know, yes. like you were higher. Than humans, and there are also so many. There's so many vampire things that's so easy because they're just a human. You know, right. they fit in. They're not really a monster until you know that they're a monster. Right. Yeah, you know, um, so it's just so easy to copy and paste that into so many narratives and right. see how it shakes out. Right. So, which is why it spans like so much beyond just horror. True. And Th- that that movie, what we do in the it's shadows, still, it's still is still kind of tired. That too. movie is hilarious. It's supposed to be good. I haven't seen it. It's it's so funny. Yeah. It's so funny. Came out like last year. Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah. Watch what we do with the shadows. Yeah. It's got a Jermaine Clement. Oh, cool. And, okay. Um the other guy, Rice Darby from a Flight of the Concords. Oh, they're the both red, the red the redheaded guy. Oh, oh uh, yeah, little... who plays Murray. He's it, a, prison... he's a, yeah, he's the leader of the werewolves oh, and like uh Okay. Yeah, it's great. Oh it's, yeah, I it's, it's, it's out. such a funny movie. Nice. Yeah, highly recommend it. Okay. Um should we get into it? Should we Let's get into, get into Bram? Yeah, so tonight we're going to do Bram Stoker's Dracula. We're going to do Horror of Dracula, the Hammer film. Uh, but first we'll get into Bram Stoker's. Uh, so let's do it. Bram Stokey, baby. I'm terrified of you. Seek my castle may be haunted, but I'm terrified of you. I've cast my spell on millions, but I'm terrified of you. Baby, I do this from the ceiling, but I'm terrified. Stoker's Dracula. This came out in uh, 1992. It was rated R. Um, it is horror. Two hours and eight minutes. Directed by Francis Ford Coppola of uh, The oh, Godfather I, I fame. Yes, and Apocalypse Now, and also Bram Stoker's Dracula. 
Um, the synopsis here is the centuries-old vampire Count Dracula comes to England to seduce his barista, Jonathan Harker's fiance Mina Murray, and inflict havoc in the foreign land. It stars Gary Oldman as Dracula, mm-hmm. homegirl numero uno Winona Ryder as mm-hmm. Mina Murray and Elizabetta, uh, Tony Hopps as Tony Hawk. Tony, He's in this one, Tony Hawk. Tony, Tony Hawk. Yeah, okay. Um, Tony Hawk is one of the... Um, Tony Hawk is the carriage driver. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, a so cool cameo. There was a deleted scene where the the, the, the carriage drops in. Um, oh, yeah, from, it, uh, from a vert. It drops in a from vert a vert. Oh, it was a vert cliff, and, yeah. it, and it goes in, and Keanu's like, whoa. Yeah. And then he picks him up. And it was a stunning deleted scene that you can Yeah, it was actually uh, because of Keanu. Keanu, uh, he left an issue of uh, Transworld uh, on the set, and then Francis yes. Ford picked it up, and he's like, whoa! Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You're like, this is extreme. We need to get this guy, and they get Tony Tony Hawk in it. Exactly. Yeah. So that was a, that, that's just a cool little um Just keep your eye open fact. for it, yeah. Yeah, just keep, yeah, definitely watch with that in mind. Um, and then we got uh, Keanu Reeves, the man himself, mm-hmm. Jonathan Harker, in a revolutionary, um, just incredible, poignant um, portrayal. Just ca- charisma. There's just nothing. It, it's one of the all-time great American performances. So yeah, we'll get more absolutely. into that. Energy. Chills just every time I wow. watch it. I just start uh. crying and like kind of scraping like uh, my eyelids it's a little bit. such a Daniel Day performance. Yes, yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Um, Richard E. Grant as Dr. Dr. Jack Seward. Uh, Carrie Elwes, saw guy. Oh, wait, Carrie Elwes. Oh, he. Well, yeah. he's Arthur. He's Arthur. He's Arthur, huh? Yeah. I didn't even put that together. His little mustache. All right. Yep. Uh, you got Billy Campbell as uh, Morris, Sadie Frost as Lucy Wester, uh, Westenra, and then the most interesting casting choice and my favorite is my man Tom Waits. Absolutely, as Renfield. He is my favorite too. He is the best part of the he movie. He brings through and through the best acting. Yeah, also, do you, he is he, the best actor. Do you in say the entire Anth- movie. Anthony Hopkins? Do you say it? Um, yeah, uh, Anthony Hopkins. Yes, yes. Also. Tony Hopps as well. That's where we. Oh, go Tony Hopps. Uh, okay, tangent. Tony Hawk is also. And with Tony Hawk is in it. In addition, Anthony Hopkins Anthony is Anthony Hopkins Hopps, also. Yes, honorable yes. um, mention of Tony Hawk. So yeah, so um, I guess it's just a little intro to this movie. I just wanted to share. Um, what this movie meant to me as a young boy. Okay. Um, this movie, so it came out in 1992. It came out, I, li- I was living in Scotland at the time. I was, what, four, five years old. And um, and it came out, and my parents were watching it. And I was like, oh, Dracula, cool, can I watch it? Mm. And, and my mom was like, no, he's too young, he can't watch this. Um, and so they, like, sent me to bed, and I snuck back into the living room and hid behind Ooh. a chair and watched it. And that intro scene just scared the hell out of me as a kid. Just all the shots of red and the silhouettes of the warriors fighting. I mean, it was just something that it stuck in my mind so much. It it terrified me. And my mom was right because it totally gave me nightmares. And then one day, like, my dad let me um, come down and watch it. Um, And I watched some of it. He said, Luke, you're a man now. Yeah. I want to show you Bram Stoker's Dracula. (laughs) It's me. I. This is Luke's father's <laughs> accent. Come downstairs, young Luke. Young Beeman, come here. Sit on my lap. Yeah, uh, my boy, you've got you've got your first pube I've seen. <laughs> We're going to watch Bram Stoker's Dracula to inaugurate your puberty. Yeah, yeah. that was exactly how what happened. Hell yeah, dude. 
Um, yep. And I watched it, and I, and I left of my own accord. Um, I was too scared. Really? Yeah. And All this right. movie just scared me as, so much as a kid. I only watched it as an adult, and a lot of things scare me. But it's not the spooky stuff you would think. No, it's not. It, it, yeah. it was. It was really. Just, I couldn't make it past that intro. I mean, it was just yeah. like, just something. I, I think as a kid, I was always really kind of what freaked me out was a lot of like medieval fighting and and knights and and all that shit. I, yeah, growing I, up I, I in England, that, dude, yeah, people totally. was horrifying there. Well, we would go to castles and stuff in Scotland. It was like a thing you would do. You know, they don't have malls you, you in Scotland. Yeah. They just have um, courtyards. You have, you have instilled like gothic horror it, in yeah. you, like living around there. Yes, it yeah. is a part of me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I would that I always liked that stuff. It always freaked me out. And so this movie always like I and my dad ever since has always Dracula. He would always kind of <laughs> say it was like a little joke between us. So that, the the movie holds a place in my heart, and then I watched it, you know, years later as a teenager, and I, and then I ca- I keep like coming back to it in my life, but it's a long movie. It's I mean it's not that long, but it's hard. To, it feels long every time Keanu Reeves is on screen. You're like, it, how much it, longer it can this go? It feels eight hours long. It feels like it doesn't end. Yeah, because it's like eight movies going on at once. Yeah, this movie. I hate this movie. This movie's a mess. Dude, People it, love this movie. It is a mess. Yeah. It's well rated on IMDb. It's got yeah, it's great Ron Tomatoes. Yeah. It's Francis Ford Coppola. Oh, there's all these actors in it. I think this movie's a giant piece of shit. It see, I, I don't think it's a giant piece of shit, but it is really stupid in a lot of parts. I think there are some awesome parts of this movie. And and I'm gonna totally say like I am partial to it. It holds okay. a place in my childhood. And if if it weren't for that, and I just watched this for the first time this week, I might have been like, that is a piece okay. of shit movie. But I think that there's enough in it with Gary Oldman's portrayal of Dracula, with the creepy castle. There's enough in it that I like, that that, okay. that makes it cool and interesting. But the the, the, the miscasting is so comical. Because the, there's so many good actors, but it's at a very but they, point they're where all they're all miscast. very young and they're not right yeah, for it. They're not right. Yeah, they're good actors, but they shouldn't be in this. Right. Even you Winona know? Ryder. What is she doing in this? She's the one who brought the script to Francis Ford Coppola. I heard that because uh, yeah. she was supposed to be in The Godfather, and uh, and she didn't do it. And he was kind of cross with her about it. And then she's like, she the her agent brought her that script, and then she brought that to Francis. Right. Um, like why? Why this know. one? I don't know. Because it she's was going to be a, a made-for-TV movie originally. Really? Yeah. Hmm. How how, you, how do you go from a made a TV to the director of The Godfather picking it up? I don't know. It seems quite unexpected. Like, this, so my thesis for this movie is that, is that this movie is too fucking busy. I'm going to keep coming back to that a lot, yeah. probably throughout us talking about this. But this movie is so busy, Yeah. and that's the biggest problem I have with this film, uh, beyond besides the acting but but uh so francis ford coppola got this obviously great director uh he loves to uh title his movies of course like with the writer's name in it you know, like like john grisham's right. ringmaker uh you know um, even the godfather godfather yeah whoever the fuck wrote the godfather who gives a shit yeah you know but godfather rules yeah. and bram stoker's dracula and what they wanted to do is kind of bring it uh back closer to what the book was which i don't think it maybe even ended up really being I don't even know what the book is like. This is regarded but... as a more, <coughs> um, as cl- more closely related to the book than most Draculas, is what I've heard. Okay, because there's a lot. There's so many Dracula movies, and you always see them, and they always have the same characters and so many like different types of. It's always Van Helsing versus Dracula. Like Jonathan Harker is mm-hmm. the young Mina. Person. Yeah, you know. Um, so they get they get that down, but like it it uh, we got Gary Oldman, especially in the beginning. Gary Oldman. 
as uh, as Dracula, right? Yeah. So classic opening, you, you, pretty much always through all Dracula movies, is Harker going to meet Dracula, right? Right, because Harker has something to offer Dracula, usually as far as like him buying land. And in the book, that is what London. it is. It's a real estate mm-hmm. issue, which is the same that yeah. It so is he here. goes up, and it, we we get his whole backstory. He's wearing like this armor that looks exactly like human muscles. Yeah. Yeah. It's creepy. Yeah. It's creepy. That red suit that he wears. Yeah. It looks like it running like a guar set piece or he something. He looks like totally that. like it's like Michael Jackson thriller meets guar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh this this movie won um costume costume is, uh, yeah. costume design uh uh Whatever. Well, apparently awards, Francis Ford Coppola, you know, w- 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 and practical the- effects, it, all it, it practical did. effects, all practical effects. He fought for practical effects very hard. Well, he wanted he's, he wanted the money from the budget to go towards costumes rather than post production effects, which I think was cool because this that was, was cool. Th- I, this, I agree. This that was, was the dawn of CGI, which people were losing their minds, like Terminator Two, right. all this shit. People were going going crazy for CGI, like it's gonna be so much cheaper to do this and this. And uh, he fired the first person who's charge of the effects because uh, they want to do a lot of CGI. He's like, "There's no way we can do this." Which right. for watching the movie, it doesn't seem like out of control for like whatever it might have seemed that he wanted, mm-hmm. you know. But the effects are great. There I will totally real, give it to him. There's some very cool scenes. Totally give him that. The d- riding on the train yeah. with Dracula's eyes in the background. Yeah, and all uh, Dracula's forms, like right. all of his, uh, yeah. all the costume work for that is great. Mm-hmm. I would like to see who did the special effects work on this movie. I'm not sure who I'll did. I, I would assume he's someone famous because it's very good. Yeah. Um, but that's also a, uh, another big problem too. Is like because of, uh, all. Another part of him, this movie being so busy, is Dracula has like eighteen different forms. Yeah. In this movie, and I half the time I can't even tell if it's. I'm like, is that Dracula or is that supposed to be like his servant? He Th- turns, this special he, effects team. It, it, it's a huge team, oh, that they have, but but, but no no like yeah. well known. Dracula turns into mist. He turns into yeah. an ape. Wolf. Oh, wh- well, ape wolf. Yeah, he, he's more of like in a the big kind of foot. rape scene where he turns, yeah, he's yeah. like a bigfoot. It's uh, like a it's he's like a, a bat guy. He's rats. He is wolves. Yeah, he's rats. He turns into a bunch of rats. Yeah. Um, he turns into like a million different things. And they took liberties with that because in the book, apparently, he can turn into a wolf or a bat. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and this, and this yeah. is like a million things, and it's like that's a kind of thing too. Where we talk about with it, where it's like the recognition. In connection that we have to the bad guy, if you keep changing his form like that, it's hard for me to know what's going on and have that connection to him. Right. You know, just give me a couple. This yeah. movie needed to be so much less. Yeah. It just too yeah. there was too much of a, a grandeur and there's too much yeah. scope that and he's Francis Ford Coppola. He wanted to make it, this. It was this, this tragic so or over ambitious. It was too ambitious. So yeah, totally. ambitious. But yeah, when we open, so we open Harker going to the castle. Right, and Keanu Reeves yeah, is. Should we talk about Keanu asleep. for a second? Sleep. Yeah, he is asleep. He has said in, <laughs> he said since that like this is like after Point Break and all these movies like I had to they run so him. much in Point yeah. Break. I was <laughs> exhausted. He had to deal with these movies and like he said himself that he was really exhausted. But still, even too, it took a long time for Keanu Reeves to come into himself at, to be a good actor. To totally. No, to and not to be, know who he is. Yeah, to actor. not be point break like he's only good at point break, like I said before, because he's like so like kind of like bad and naive as an right. actor. Right. And like he Bill and Ted, he's just being like himself. Right. Like before he could pull off 
like Matrix and John Wick and stuff like that. He was this. He was right. this like naive like. Oh, right. and for him to try to talk with like this the British accent, accent it's like coming in and it's out, it's like oh my god, yeah. dude, it's painful to watch him because he, he has some screen. lines that are just not in a British accent. Oh like, no, I do believe that we need to go to the castle, which is quite far. Yeah, like, <laughs> he thinks if he ends a line with a yeah, British accent, yeah, that yeah. the whole line yeah. was British. Johnny Utah, Johnny Utah, Shakespeare. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it doesn't comical. work, man. You have so many lines in this movie. If afterwards, if you just go, whoa, like yeah. it adds yeah. a lot of comical uh, element to it. I mean, even Francis Ford Coppola, his original choice for Jonathan Harker was Johnny Depp. Yeah, which, um, yeah. wow, that role would have been such a stretch for Johnny Depp. We've never seen him uh, pale and in a dark castle. Before. <laughs> but um, I'm glad they didn't enough. You know, with Johnny yeah, Depp yeah. Fucking, just like we don't need another. We don't need another goth, gothic pool. Johnny Depp. Yeah. But um, he said he 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 didn't want to do Keanu Reeves, and the studio told him that he needed like some young hunk to make him relatable to younger girls and younger the audiences. Oh, guy, my darling Nina, I love you so much, babe. <laughs> you are my true sexy mistress. Dracula is for sure weird, yeah, and maybe even yeah a little bit sketchy. Via con Dios, Dracula. <laughs> So it's really, it's like, you got to feel bad for him with this movie. It's like Francis Ford Coppola's been like, I didn't want him to be in it. And yeah. he's even been like, I was bad in it. Yeah. I mean, studio pressure. I'm yeah. sure it doesn't keep him up at night, but at yeah. least like kind of the, it's uh, no one's fault, but he is in this fucking movie yeah. for like a lot of it for honestly ends up being like no reason. He barely matters. Like Mina, he stops like, mattering what, for the, the entire middle section Winona of the Ryder movie. is the main character of the film and she's also awful. Like for her to try to do the accent is it she's like the Keanu equivalent yeah. to her like trying to do this this feigned accent. Yeah. And it just seems so out of place. Have you seen the Family Guy sketch making fun of this? No. Oh, it's amazing. It's like Winona Ryder like in a big dress and she's like that would be most good, Jonathan. Most good. Oh, I do know and, you're talking about. Like, actually, like, I never connected. They're like, that, oh, though. they're like, can she show her tits in this movie? They're like, okay, yeah, we'll try. <laughs> so yeah, Family Guy got her. Yeah, but uh, but even in the beginning, uh, for him to watch him <laughs> dead behind the eyes versus uh, Gary Oldman in all this makeup and this giant yeah. gaudy robe <laughs> and this big <laughs> poofy hair yeah. that I think uh, mom from Futurama, I think they modeled her hair after like Gary Oldman's hair in this. Mo- oh, mother. like Fry's mom? No, not Fry's mom. Like, she owns a robot company. Oh, oh, mom. Yeah, mom. Oh, you're yeah, right. Yeah, she yeah. does kind of look like, like the same hair. She's got like the big gown. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this right. giant robe that's like a mile long yeah. and he's Come just, on, no. he... He chews up more scenery in this like first ten minutes than he does human beings in the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Like he's Dracula. It is me. I'm just like licking stuff and like being weird and just like and, like he's not noticing like, anything. Like yeah. right off the bat, he's like, "Oh, can I taste your blood?" Yeah. He's like, "Why, Dracula?" Yeah, yeah. What are you doing? I'm sorry about any misstep or offense I might have yeah. done to, to, to you, Lord Lord Drac Lord Drac or Lord Bodie. Yeah. You know, it's a war child. It's like yeah. um, it's like a, in a cartoon where they do a crossover episode where they put like a well-known character into like a classic mon- monster movie setting. You know, like even kind of like going back to like Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein or stuff like that. It's like, you know, it's it, it's like you know Bill and Ted meet Dracula. You know, he's like, whoa, hi, this yeah. place is crazy scary. 
And it's also just the, the entire first 10 minutes is just, it's overload. Okay, so he's in he's in the the carriage he's going through giant castle being driven by Tony a bunch Hawk. of wolves green giant red flames yeah. he gets in there's a guy with a long red robe right. and ass for hair right. and his palms are covered in hair yeah. and then dracula is signing his letters d yeah. like what the <laughs> like it's it's so much it's it's just so much going on and that's all I like, ever remembered from this movie is that first ten minutes uh, it's all I can think of and it is overload but it's a lot I mean if they had just stretched that more over the movie then I think it would have been better because all that shit is cool like the carriage going up to the castle and meeting Dracula these are like actual they're you know these are creepy cool visual moments that stick with you and then so when the movie just falls on its face for the entire second act. That's what you're just kind of like. I thought this was cool, you know. Yeah. It, 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 I, I, I do enjoy the f- the first. Because I, uh, I, I think he keeps riding that same thing of just like, brrr, like here's, here's all this shit. Yeah. Look at this stuff. Like right. all these set pieces and all these things. We're not gonna explain half of them, but it doesn't matter. But like we just have all this distracting stuff. The, the plot is such a backseat to what's like what you're looking at. Yeah. You're looking at all this stuff happening. Like, you barely know what the story is half the time. Yeah. You're, it's a, you're, you're like, just looking at, a, I got a big shiny thing in this hand. Mm-hmm. And you're not looking at what the other hand is doing. Right. It's true. I don't know. People with cages on their heads. Yeah, why? Yeah. You know? Well, I like the nuthouse scene. It's nice when we get to see Tom Waits. Yeah, so to- Tom Waits is great because he plays Renfield. Uh, who was the guy who went out to Dracula beforehand? Yeah. And he's in the nut house now. I don't know why Dracula. Wh- I don't know what Dracula's plan with that guy was. I don't know why. I don't either. Wouldn't, why wouldn't you just have him do what Count Reese was supposed to do? So like, and so the main. Uh, point, so it's kind of like when when they when they get there, like this plot is that you know Jonathan uh, Harker, this character is supposed to go there to like to sign these papers with. Dracula, so he can buy these numerous estates in England, mm-hmm. and he's getting these estates because he, they're tra- he wants to go over to England. He and he wants to transport the Transylvanian dirt over to these various places he because yeah, he, he needs, needs to, to rest be in, in the, the dirt. soil. He needs to be in the Somewhere. soil of the homeland, and he's buying all these places, but he only keeps it all at one single place. Right. Sure. But so so we, and he's going. It's revealed to England be, to to find to, to find Mina, who he believes to be the reincarnated. Um, his wife reincarnate and in the beginning of the movie dracula is loosely based on vlad the impaler and he's going off and he's killing everybody in the crusade times or whenever it was and he survives and he goes back to his wife uh, elizabeta who's also played by my known writer and some and like the, dracula's enemies had falsely told her that her husband died in battle so elizabeta flings herself from the window and dies dracula gets back to his castle his wife is dead and and he is, you know, he's pretty pissed. There's his tragedy. And yeah. then... And, and so he, he renounces his faith. <laughs> and so he stabs a giant cross with a cross. sword. Yeah. And then the cross pours blood. And he drinks the blood and becomes a vampire. Because right. fucking stuff. Because so much stuff. Because right. I need more stuff. Right. But so so that's... More the, set pieces, damn it. Yeah. More set pieces! Um, and so he, so he, you know, the whole thing is Dracula, it, 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 he's a, he's a tragic figure, you know, he renounces God because he loses his wife. And so now he believes 
that um, Mina is the reincarnation of his wife. So he's going to England to try and um, seduce her and fall in love with her again. So now, did, did he find her originally, and that's how he gets Keanu to like go to his castle so he can... That's very unclear to me in this movie. I feel like it must have been. That's why he sent Renfield back to maybe get that guy. But also, he, I'm not sure he would know that that guy would get sent. I don't know. All of that yeah. stuff is unclear. It's very Because he saw that picture of her that... Right. That he had, and was like, ooh. But, he but was so also, that's just but what, like, was, just coincidentally, like, Keanu's but he, but he was fiance going, is identical to Dracula's He was going back anyways. Life. I think he just wanted to see the new world. Okay. You know? It's is that, like, like I guess that's the question, you know, in other the, the Dracula movies. Is in, that what he... industry. He wants to go from Transylvania to England. Does he just want to go to wreak havoc and seduce women, or does he want to... Is he looking for the reincarnation of his wife? I haven't seen I enough know. Dracula movies I, to know. I don't know. Yeah. I think he was just trying to enter the new world. I think he's bored okay. of this. Yeah. Place. He wants to, well in a lot of the Dracula movies he wants he feeds off blood and becomes younger. So I think it's mm-hmm. just him feeding off new blood like going over yeah, to the new world in England more, he just keeps It's hard to get that keeps that, the cycle cool going. blood out there. Right. Okay, that's true. He's old and gross, his palms are hairy. Yeah. Although, I mean, he's got his three he he's got a, his three gals locked up. He feeds his three girls a baby that he stole. Right. You know. Which is uh, a scene that I was reminded of. I read about, we didn't talk about this in the last episode, but during It, um, there was a deleted scene in It in which it's a flashback. And I, we talked about this in the movie. I said I would have liked to have It flashbacks to mm-hmm. like old, you know, older time periods. And there's a, a scene apparently where It um, goes to a house and, and, the, and the woman gives um, the client Pennywise her baby. And so Pennywise eats this baby, or it's like implied. And the oh, director oh yeah. took it out of the movie. He was like, "Oh, it's, it's too metal, you know, too much." Yeah. And it's just like, what? Well, fucking Gary Oldman eats a baby or feeds a baby to like three women in this movie. Yeah. And it's like, why? Well, this is you know, nineteen ninety two, like costume drama. Like His really, in it they can't. That was gonna be the straw in it. I don't know. I just thought uh, that hey, was... you know, PC. This PC People culture. Should, I, if you want to eat, can't uh, eat a goddamn feed baby. A baby on movies, and we in in twenty seventeen, we should have every right to. I think it's fair. I'm pro-choice, you know? I, as am I. I, I. You should be able to choose to feed that baby to whatever type of... It's a woman's right. Supernatural or inter, yes. interdimensional being Thank you. that you choose. It's, it's a woman's right to kill the baby or to yeah. have the baby, and it's everyone else's right to eat that baby if it's born. Yeah, exactly. If you need to feed on children to perpetuate your own supernatural state, who is going to stop you? You know, Pro Trump... Tr- Pro-choice podcast. Just let that be so said. Let's just say that Dead again. last pro-choice podcast. Yeah. Okay. You know where just we stand. We stand there. with you, Obama. Baby yes. eater. Yeah, we know that Obama fed off his fair we share. We know he unhinged his jaw and swallowed children whole. Yeah, we So he looks so good. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> that's, how, you know? that's how he had it, man. Stem cells. Maybe Trump should eat another baby or two to really... B. Do you think yeah. that's how he signed? <laughs> Signed his all his. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to the White House, Keanu. Yeah, yeah. You'll find a baby yeah. uh, on your plate in front of you. Yeah. Make yourself uh, comfortable. Yeah. B. <laughs> it's me, B. Yeah. <laughs> you know that French word Coblo was gonna call this movie D. I think I did read that. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I I really did hate how he signed that D. I don't know. I don't know why. I and the way he says D it. D. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. It's so over the top. Uh, Dracula. Yeah. Dracula. I don't know. But but to move forward, I went. What I liked a lot was the core group here, but besides Harker, uh, John Harker, he's Dracula's left him because he's gonna cut. He, Harker is the biggest fucking cuck. He's such a cuck. He's a pushover. He's a total bitch. cuck. He's just like, yeah, Dracula's gonna fuck my wife, and that's fine. Right. Pretty much throughout the whole movie, 
Right. Like he does. He's never like, oh well, Mina loves Dracula, so he's like, well, no, let her, let her go. And like, like he never like, tries to no. escape, but he like right. He's like, I've tried yeah. to escape. Perhaps I will again tonight, but yeah. I'm not feeling great about it. Yeah, and all that stuff. There's so much because uh, I guess in the book it's a lot of like letter writing, right? A lot, mm-hmm. a lot of it is the story is through letters and stuff like that. And they try to do this in the movie, but it's so just like slammed in between all these scenes and like. All of a sudden, we're going from uh, this girl, Lucy, and her suitors to, like, a, a, a letter from uh, Jonathan uh, to Mina, and then Mina talking about what's happening. Like, all this voiceover stuff with, like, stuff going on. And and Jonathan and, Mi- and Mina's relationship, how many words do we hear them even exchange? Like, most of it is just them expressing their love through letters, but when we're sitting together, we barely ever see them talk. Like, I don't feel yeah. the relationship Which is surprising. All. You would think uh, Winona Ryder and Keanu Reeves would have just blossoming chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Two dead-eyed uh, we, morons. <laughs> That's why they loved each other. So you know what? Maybe common. they did us a fucking favor yeah. by not having more scenes <laughs> with both of them. Yeah. Split up the yeah. awful acting a little bit. Is that bit. you, Lori Petty? <laughs> You look similar. I don't know, dude. Yeah, their whole relationship just really sucked. And that's why uh, Keanu's left by the wayside. I guess justifiably so, but he is such... He just doesn't matter in this whole movie up to the end. He's just... I I forget he's there. Well, because he stops showing up and the entire entire second half then is... Is Gary Oldman and Gary Oldman? He gets to England and he starts like seducing Winona. His outfit's pretty dope. We let's talk about that for a second. He's got the the per, the, the gray outfit with the giant gray top hat and those purple round sunglasses. Oh yeah, sunglasses I mean, are pretty cool. That was a pretty cool look. I thought he does look good. Yeah, and they get in a relationship, and she actually like loves him. Right, and she actually. So that was. Do, do you think she actually falls in love, or is he like putting like a seduction spell on? It's I don't. Clear I don't have any reason to think that she didn't actually love him. Okay, throughout it. There's nothing, there's no point to where, like, even when she goes to marry Jonathan, she's like, my sweet prince, I'm sorry, but you can't, I'm engaged, you know? She's still bummed thinking about him. She's still bummed. I don't think, I think she is a reincarnation of his wife, but I think she loves him. Yeah, Mm -hmm. even up till the end when he's dying. Well, if you believe that she's the reincarnation of his wife, then it would make sense. I I don't know if I believe that or not. I think so. Okay. I think so, because I don't think he even knew for sure. Because like when she they drink absinthe and that kind of unlocks that in her, right. he starts crying and stuff like that. Right. I think it's kind of a powerful scene in the movie, to be honest. Yeah, with you. yeah, yeah. It's like when she's saying that and he's crying. He's like so happy he can't believe it. You're oh right because he can't she, she says it. I can remember this place. Yeah, and she he's surprised. About he's like why? Lived. Right. Yeah. You know, because he he doesn't understand even. He's right. like maybe this is a coincidence, but when he, I don't think he even understands that that's possible. And then when she starts to actually fall for him, yeah. and like they start to get intimate, then he, he doesn't, really he doesn't like she wants to turn her into a vampire, and he doesn't want to. He's her. like, I shouldn't do this. I yeah. love you too much. Yeah. yeah. So it seems like she does fall in love with him. Yeah, I don't think he was manipulating her. Okay. I mean, he yeah, was to a point because yeah. he like wanted to like be with her and turn her. I think he wanted to just make her another vampire bitch, like he did Lucy. See, I I, I like, would have needed a little bit. It. I wasn't totally convinced. The absinthe scene was cool, but you, I need more than. Two people drinking absinthe and fe- thinking they fall in love with each other because at festivals that shit just happens. <laughs> I've, I've seen a girl fall in love, Burning Man with, romance with an old with yeah. an older guy in a top hat after a glass of absinthe. <laughs> yeah, it's fall not in love true with love, his, man. Yeah, just, just uh, 
absinthe, and I fell in love with an older steampunk man. Yeah. <laughs> well, we met at, at Burning uh, Man 20 years ago. Man, I yeah. thought I loved him yeah. after the, after I ate the worm. Yeah. <laughs> He's still insane and psychotic and wears mm-hmm. Speedos in the desert. We live in Bill Ricca now. Yeah. <laughs> now we're in Bill Ricca. It's beautiful. Beautiful country. I can remember the country. Flowers and cliffs and hills of Bill Ricca. It was just beyond the woods. Yeah. Just beyond <laughs> that that 7-Eleven that's been closed for decades. <laughs> In Malden. But I do like... I, what I love is... Uh, I like Lucy. I like Lucy and yeah, her you would. suitors and that whole thing. Because like, I like those guys. Because those seem kind of like interesting characters. And they also bring um, Van Helsing into the mix. Because I like him a lot. Like I think... A lot of people praise Gary Oldman in this movie, but I don't so much. I think he's a little too hammy. I like, but also so is Anthony Hopkins, but I like Anthony Hopkins a lot more in this movie. Mm. He's like this matter of fact, like kind of unhinged uh, Van Helsing. Cause so, so Lucy is, uh, she's Mina's best friend. Yeah. Pardon me. I don't know what that was. I was that's, possessed by the devil. Fine. Um, uh, I don't know what's happening here. Brandon's changing. Break. Yeah, sorry. Ooh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Sour. Yeah, the curse. Um. So Lucy is Mina's best friend, and she has the three suitors. She's kind of like she's a little more free than Mina. Mina's kind yeah. of like very uptight, mm-hmm. uh, and she's like, I don't know who I'm gonna marry. One of these three guys. One is a doctor who works at the uh, sanatorium where Tom Waits is. Mm-hmm. And everyone has cage heads, like some Silent Hill thing. What is with the cage heads? I mean, I feel like that's something that might actually have happened. I think I might have seen that before. I think that might be legitimate. In Silent Hill, I think. Oh no, not even there. No, like uh, I think it might be a legitimate old like mental hospital, like sanatorium. In um, uh, thir- in decor. Thirteen Ghosts too, there there was a character, the Jackal, had a. Really? A, a cage on yeah, their head? Yeah, so it might be. I think it might be. Okay. Uh, so he works there. He's addicted to heroin. Uh, then her second suitor, Carrie Elvis, he's a rich man, uh, Arthur Hard- he has a Hard- Hardwood, who we will also see in uh, Horror of Dracula. Homewood. The Homewood, Homewood. Um, and then this American guy who is like, he's a Texan yeah. with a nice gun and a big knife. Um, right. Billy and she, Yeah. And uh, the doctor guy summons Van Helsing, and Van Helsing is, of course, Anthony Hopkins, and he's kind of crazy. Yeah. I like him. Yeah. Yeah, he's fun in this. I like him. Except for the scene where he first meets Mina, and then he, like, grabs her and, like, dances with her. Hmm. It was, like, uncomfortable. A little weird. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like it. I gotta say that um, I, I'm, I'm with you there. Anthony Hopkins is, like, fu- like it's nice to get, like, a little interjection of, like, yeah. a talented actor uh-huh. after, like, an hour of this shit. Um, but I gotta say, I preferred Peter Cushing's Van Helsing. I oh, me too. Him. Yeah, me too. Yeah, but well, uh, yeah, he, well, he, he's later. Anthony Hopkins. I but mean, in this, I like it. Yeah, because he's very matter of fact. He's yeah. just like that's who Van Van Helsing. He's like he's. I, I like Van Helsing because he's not this crazy guy who's trying to convince everybody. Yeah. It's like this motherfucker knows. Like if you don't know, you're an idiot. Like he's like, just listen to me. Yeah, you he's know? telling the doctor. He, he's, he's like, <laughs> matter of fact, I need you to get my. Uh, I need you to get your surgical gear. He's like, why? He's like, well, I need to. Uh, need to uh, cut her heart and. Uh, remove her head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, okay. <laughs> right, right. It's a matter of fact. Like, okay, all right. Uh, yeah, why? <laughs> he's right. like, yeah. yeah. But yeah, he kind of leads the um, leads the charge against the vampires because yeah. he knows what's going on. He gets it pretty quickly. Yeah. Because Van Helsing, he knows. He's a famous doctor. Everyone knows who he is. A great scar on his face. 
Yeah. Laughs like a mon- maniacal person. Yeah. But um. Gives lectures on syphilis and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So civilization get- turns into civilization. <laughs> Everyone laughs. Great line. Uh, good doctor uh, humor. <laughs> good doctor humor. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, all right. Do you want to get into like the last kind of act here? And sure. Uh, yeah. There's so much just jumping around in this movie between. Yes. Uh, so between Harker being kept hostage at the castle, and then Lucy and her suitors, and she's being preyed upon by Dracula too. She's turning right. into a vampire, mm-hmm. right? She's just like feed yeah. for Dracula at, at this point. Uh, so how, how my question then, is then how, how does he keep attacking Dracula, Lucy though? How does he keep? Has he already tra- traveled to England at this point? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he's already in England. He he's attacking her, and he can make them not see him. Right. Well, he turns into the wolf also, thing. He, yeah, he keeps doing it as a wolf thing, which is more of an ape, right? To me. Okay. But he keeps attacking her and drinking her blood, and they're like, "What's wrong with her?" And she's dying, and she turns into a yeah. vampire, tries to eat a child. Yeah. But old Helsing takes care of it. Yeah. And then everyone's on board after that because they all kill Lucy together. Right. And they're like, "Oh, vampires are real." Right. Um. And then Mina goes away to marry Keanu, because Keanu escapes, and then he's got this gray hair. He has gray hair now. He has this gray bowl cut for the rest of the movie. Why, it's so distracting. Is, is it, wasn't way. it all supposed to take place within, like, the same year? Yeah, I think they're saying that because, like— uh, He was scared. Because, well, no. Cool. <laughs> he got, he got gray He got so spooked. <laughs> you mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, that, that hair is, is gray now. Yeah, that his hair got gray because he was so scared. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> No, I think because they like drained the life from him, kind of what they're saying. The, okay. the three right, right, brides right. were feeding on him for so long. Right. But like, it just didn't happen. So how the come he's not a vampire stupid. then? If his vampire like because you have to drink his... from, you have to drink the blood also. Okay. In order to turn a vampire to be fed upon and also drink the blood of, which is why Mina doesn't turn. Okay. Good. You get good starting. Factoid. You get starting uh, effects. Right. Of vampirism, but you don't go all the way. You don't go full vamp you don't until go you full drink vamp the blood. Until you drink the blood and die. Hear that, kids? Mm-hmm. There still might be hope for mm-hmm. you. Uh, but yeah, Mina goes off, and they get married, and they do this wedding makeout, which is so fucking weird. What's that about? Yeah, it's Cause, like cause she so seems like she doesn't want to be there at all, and then yeah. they just start. Who who makes out like that at their wedding? And she, I don't know, just the whole thing of her even leaving is just like. She likes Dracula now. She barely likes Jonathan. They, she goes all the way to Romania and they get married in this Greek Orthodox church and they just make out like yeah. for like ten minutes. And I heard that like, they, act, that they actually they got priests. married for real. I don't, he French for a couple. wanted it to be so like to by the book Greek Orthodox wedding that uh, Winona Ryder and Keanu Reeves were actually married. <laughs> Hell yeah! Maybe they still are. Maybe they still are. Yeah, in the eyes of God or Who knows? Dracula. I don't know. Harker's a cock, dude. Harker's a hard yeah. cock in this movie. Yeah. Loves it. Because they go, they, they track Dracula down. Because um, he, he's trying to run away back to his home. And Mina's turning. Mina's all in yep. on Dracula. Yeah. And Harker still doesn't care. He still just doesn't care. He just doesn't care. He even, like... Man, like I, I, I guess we're jumping ahead here, but we're just we're talking about the end when that when the, his crew of doctors goes to like kill Dracula and like because we we can just go there now. Okay, yeah. yeah. So 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 Mina goes and just starts you know like get being with Dracula, um, and Anthony and Anthony Hopkins walks in on them, you know, and and like Keanu's whole thing is this is a little bit later when she kind of just goes off with Dracula like mm-hmm. when they think that they've killed him, um, and he's just like. 
her, we're like, our, our business here is done. Hers is just beginning. Yeah. Like, that's your approach yeah, they to the woman his, that they, you just married? Yeah, they slit his throat and stab in the heart, and he's going to have to die. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. And she let, goes with him. And she Let, let him. her have her time with him. Yeah. It's like, what are you talking about? You're so beta. Unless, did, did, maybe he brought her as kind of with that idea. Like, well, he knowing was that bait, they actually but that guy's already, he, he's already dead. Like, what, are you, you're going to let him... Oh, she loves him. Let her have his mo- her moments with him. That's what that read like to me. Is Jesus. that like let them have their time? Like, I, which I, is I, I think it was more. Why just, would you feel that? I didn't way? think it was you like just got married. And I think he was out. just kind of like, fuck this chick. Like I loved you, and you were having sex with a man bat. Really? I guess maybe. I, I would. I would be triggered. I would like more of that though. I would like that to see that resentment of what was happening. Well, the, from like a, from him, Keanu Reeves' emotionless, dead eyes. Yeah, didn't just a quite convey. just a scarecrow of a person, <laughs> a bowl cut good boy, well, good boy bowl cut yeah. scarecrow. Yeah. So so then so he goes. Winona goes to be with Dracula in like his last minutes. I mean, let's talk about that. What, what the hell happened there? His last minutes. He turns. you know he's like he 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 be, he becomes redeemed. Yeah, because he likes God again after he stabbed the cross and it turned to blood. Yeah, he turns into he turns into young. I wish I could have that kind of relationship with you. Know how many people beg for that kind of relationship with God, where right. it's like, oh, if I stab this cross, it turns to blood and he'll curse me, or and then also after I do all this stuff and murder hundreds of thousand people over hundreds of years, God forgives me, so I can go to heaven, so right. I can be with my girlfriend. Right. After I had another one, but his girl. Then she, you know, he he's dying and he and she's crying and he's like, it's too late. And then he changes back and then she just chops his head off. Yeah, she knows what she got to do. You know whose idea that was now. for her, her to chop the head off? I don't know. This is a nice factoid. None other than Sir George Lucas. Oh yeah, he's a sir. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's not a yeah. sir. That is that is true. Master. Listen, uh, Francis Ford Coppola screened it for George Lucas. He showed he showed him the movie. He, oh. he I'm I'm not yeah, making no, this up. I know. He showed I, yeah, him. I did read this. Yeah, and he fucking yeah. And George Lucas is like, we know you. You should chop. She should chop his head off to uh to to really make sure she ascends to heaven. And so Francis Ford Coppola reshot the fucking scene to include that. George, what a smart guy. Why well, would you? You're Francis Ford Coppola. Yeah. Why are you taking advice from George Lucas? George fucking Lucas. Hadn't you seen Attack of the Clones? Uh, well, you know, I had that idea for the character um, in uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. And when they did it, I was like, wow, a character you want to cut the the head off of. So that means a lot. So that's really made me want to write. Uh, they made me write uh, Jar Jar Binks as a character. Just a character you want to cut his head off because you you love him so much. He's you like, want to. Francis, I just think Dracula had like a he, Mercedes. You want to cut his head off. You're gonna want to do that. Yeah, I would that's what the demon inside my neck tells me. <laughs> I just, I'm a vessel for his will. <laughs> All of George Lucas's bidding is done from the demon that resides yeah, that resides in his fucking in whatever frog that space neck. is yeah. between yeah. the chin and <laughs> yeah, bison. Who, who knows? Pectorals. It's a Twilight Zone episode. He's like, George, tell Francis Ford Coppola <laughs> that Winona Ryder <laughs> should <laughs> chop off his head. Yeah, he's like, hey, Francis. <laughs> Francis is like, okay. Okay, yeah, I should yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah, the demon speaks to him. That's a whole Twilight Zone episode, I bet. That would be a good... Between the chin and the sternum lies Twilight Zone. I got a great idea for a character, George. <laughs> I think your new character in Phantom Menace, yeah. you should make it about trade politics yeah. <laughs> and have this big retarded bat 
interesting. <laughs> talks in Jamaican accent. <laughs> he wakes up. He's like, I have it. One famous director makes a misstep in a sci-fi film to make a slave accent for an alien. <laughs> this is The Twilight Zone. In the next Twilight Zone. Mm. Oh, well, man. now that we figured out where that came from. Yeah. Uh, thanks, George. Thanks, George, thanks for Thanks for the reshoot. <laughs> that was a really good um, exclamation point on that movie. Yeah, to uh, ruin the emotional orgasm of that movie with a, uh, a head shop. Uh... <laughs> You know how to tell a story, George. Hey, you know what? Never change. It's just, it's just like never change. In, in a lot of movies, like it was how about ser- how about more? How about too much more? Yeah, right. Have you thought about that? <laughs> you thought about just too much more than the story that you were telling? It just it doesn't yeah. even like why. <laughs> it's like a serial killer or a man. You know that's a trope. Like chop off the head. Okay. Yeah. I mean, this is a fucking life sucking vampire that's existed for centuries. The, the head chop, like that's what that's what's gonna do it. In, in nowhere in vampire lore does chopping off the head. Yeah, but they also the do the they say the heart and the head chop. Okay. In this, it's I weird get, they double up. Too. And apparently, right in Bela Lugosi's Dracula, or is it in the novel where they they sim- they stab him in the, with a stake in the heart and they cut his throat simultaneously? Yeah, I think sometimes the pin is to like pin him down to the earth, kind of. Okay. Yeah. Like a almost is like a weight almost on them for, in order for you to cut off their head. Okay. Sometimes. Okay, so good. That was a good part, though. Yeah, but uh, okay. You want to rate this movie? You want to get? You want to yeah. wash our hands of this? Yeah. Um. Shit, man. God, we just ripped this movie to shreds. I can't. I don't know how I can give it like a decent rating. Um. But all your heart. How does it make you feel? Honestly, man, I'm gonna give it a six because it it, it is comical to me. It holds a place in my childhood. I do think. That Gary Oldman is cool in it, and I like his top hat, and I like him all creepy as Dracula. And the Keanu Reeves and my own right of bad acting it makes it enjoyable for me almost, you know? So it's like one of those like so bad it's good situations. But as much as, as stupid as it was, like I, I'll, I would watch this movie again, you know, next year. So um, it's so bad it's good. I do enjoy the score of it. I think it's creepy, and it is an homage to a lot of Hammer movie horror scores. Okay. Um, so yeah, you know, I'm going to give it like a shameful six. Okay. I'll give this like a four only cause like, it's all these actors. Like it's, it's crazy to get all these actors together for a movie like this. Yeah. You know, especially and Francis Ford Coppola, like purely the scope of it, of like what this project is in right. itself is interesting. The admission is somewhat admirable to watch. It's just so much stuff is going on on screen. Like it's so overly ambitious yeah. for what it is. Like I think because Francis Ford Coppola directed it, he thought it had to be so grandiose and so large and so big. And I just wanted so much less from this movie. I wanted it to be more streamlined in, into some type of narrative. I thought it was too distract. He, w- it seemed like he was a a kid who got this this thing that he really liked and he wanted to play with it, and he he got overzealous in playing with his toys. Right. You know. Well, I think and- that he got caught up in in too much in trying. I think that a lot of other Dracula movies do that, and they take elements of the Bram Stoker novel and they make their own plot with it. They make yeah. it work, and they make it more of a linear narrative. And I think his his like you said his scope was too big. I think he really wanted to make the first Dracula that really felt faithful yeah. to the novel, and that was proved to be too big of a scope and too maybe ambitious. maybe uh, to the novels too much because all of the like the the letter reading 
like uh, right. uh like overdubs kind well, isn't of stuff that usually like the that. case it, 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 it like takes you out that's the like case. if you, that's if you not, it doesn't base a movie on really a classic work novel. for the movie yeah you know you get to adjust you're never going to be totally uh, you know, you can't be a complete slave to a book because a book isn't a movie. They work in different ways. Right. And like, I think some of that, he was a slave to it a little too much and not, it, yeah. It, I don't know. It was just a lot. The, 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 the sets are too much. The characters are too much. It was just, it just needed, it yeah. needed less. I, that's kind of the curse of basing off a classic novel, a movie off a classic novel. It's like you either just take a very small amount of it and can take your own artistic liberties with it, and then you're going to draw criticisms from people that it's not faithful enough to the book, or you can try and encompass what happens throughout the a, a, an intense, you know, deep novel, and you're never going to be able to capture all that scope in even yeah. a two-hour movie that feels like it's eight hours. Yeah. Yeah, he wanted to be giant, and it was. But it does make good. Yeah, no, it is by no means good. But I mean, it's still, you know, I I think that this is like one of the pinnacles of Dracula movies. You know, I think if you just type sure. like, Dracula into Google, this is going to be the one that comes up. I think for our generation, the generation before us, this is lot. the one they associate with. There's a lot, and there's a lot, lot worse Dracula movies. Yeah, I'll agree to that. Um, but I think the next movie we we talk about is going to be an example of uh, of of true minimalism for a good idea of a Dracula movie. Yeah, definitely. Cool. So let's get into that. With that, we bid Bram Stoker's Dracula good night. Good night. Sweet my Directed by Terrence Fisher, uh, also based on the Bram Stoker novel, written by Jimmy Sangster. Ooh, love Jim. Jim is a great guy. Um, you'd be hard-pressed to find anyone that has a bad opinion of Jim. Um, it stars two horror legends, Peter Cushing as Van Helsing and Christopher Lee as Count Dracula. And then we got uh, Michael Goh, or Gow as Arthur Holmwood. Melissa Stribling as Mina Homewood, and others. Michael Gow, he is he plays uh, Alfred. Alfred in the later in, uh, Batman, Batman movies. movies. Mm-hmm. That's my man. Um, synopsis is Jonathan Harker begets the ire of Count Dracula after that's a, what a horrible of Count Dracula after he accepts a job at the vampire's castle under false pretenses. That's a terrible description. Yeah, it kind of is. Um, 
Yeah, you want to explain a little bit uh, more meat to the story? Yeah. Um, I guess we can get into it. Before we start, I want to talk about Hammer. Sure. Yeah. I love that about Hammer films. So, uh, you being a obviously a British boy, do you have any relationship to uh, Hammer films? No, not really at all. At all. And okay. I, you know, I I'd, I'd heard the name, you know, and I I knew I was familiar with it. I did a little research after watching this movie just because. It was interesting to me that you, so so basically, and just, I'll give my small knowledge, and then you okay. can go on it. But I mean, so it it, it was based in Britain in, mm-hmm. in the it was kind of like late fifties, sixties, seventies, where where it's heyday. Mm-hmm. A lot of horror movies, kind of with like crazy out there names like this. And I, it was just interesting to me that just another country that's not America and Hollywood that had such like a heyday in films, but it seemed. A big part of their success was due to uh, Warner Brothers based out of America's um, distribution. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, I, I'm i familiar with, like, Hammer Horror and people say it and you get you see these. I like the artwork of it. This very kind of old school, like, pop style, big, crazy text and kind of, like, you know, almost comic book-like drawings. But outside of that, my knowledge is pretty minimal on it. Because So Hammer was, like... A, a super big deal. So this company was around since the 1930s. Okay. Right? It was started by uh, by an actor and, and a comedian, actually, you know, mm. represent this guy named, his Respect. last name was Hammer. He started the company, and they did all this stuff. Uh, but uh, around to, like, the like late 50s, early 60s, they, like, uh, tried to, like, cut it, get into where, like, horror was kind of making a lot of money. It started making money in America. Mm. So they kind of switched to, to that. And um, and they got their, their base... Their base two actors are Peter Cushing and Christopher fucking Lee. Right. Who are two, like, monster actors. And this movie like, no what was in, the beginning no of them intended. starring in a movie together. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, so they had them, too, and, and they had such such success uh, with the horror. They became just a, a, a giant monster of of just like making horror films like it to just great right. yeah. success and mostly with with those two in most of these movies at least for the beginnings of all of them uh so a lot of these movies were based off of you know the classic universal yeah uh movies which they ran into trouble with which the, their first big one they had they had a show called uh like a quarter mass or something quarter mass experiments or something oh like that. yeah i've heard of that it was a show. Um, and the first big movie was The Curse of Frankenstein. Right. Um, a lot of the movie titles are like this. Like, they're uh, they're lengthy with, like, those monsters. It's like, they're still, like, The Curse of Dracula, The Curse of the Mummy, and, like, Bride of, and all these. They're, they're longer. They're all, like, five words long. It's a thing of something thing, else. You it's know? A, a verb of a noun. Yeah, yeah. They had um. So for them to make these movies, they had a lot of uh, trouble trying to dodge copyright stuff. Because first of all, all of these are right. in public realm because a lot of them are based on stories originally. Mm-hmm. But but Universal uh, holds but the rights exactly, to all those monster movies. A, a little a little bit in a sense in the fact that they really transformed those movies to make them what everyone knows as those monsters are. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you can tell the basic story, but a lot of the tropes and the ideas of like of how much Universal made it their own, uh, they kind of had to meander mm. those kind of things. Uh, eventually, so they made Curse of Frankenstein a huge thing. They're still worried about getting sued by Universal. Uh, then they made Horror of Dracula. Uh, in, Eng- in England, it was just called Dracula, but in America, it was called Horror of Dracula. Right. 
Um, and they eventually, they partnered with Universal. They made Horror Dracula, partnered with Universal. It was this, this giant, complicated agreement, 80 pages long, hmm. right? Um, which basically, I think Universal just got a cut, but they would support it. And after Horror Dracula, they basically had free range to do whatever they wanted as far as, like, uh, choosing the monsters and all this stuff. They did all of it, like uh, Jekyll and Hyde, Family Opera, uh, Mummy Films. They did, like, like probably seven, at least, of all these things. So especially so the, what the made Mummy, Universal Mummy Frankenstein. relinquish those rights? Or, or, or maybe not relinquish the but let them do cause it. Because they weren't doing anything with it. And they, it proved very successful for Hammer, so they were at least getting a piece of it. Okay. And they were also in charge of dis- the distribution of a lot of these films. Okay. Uh, so they're making money off of it while not making anything. Okay. You know, um, it's just like and, today and, you, that wouldn't happen today. And also with I mean, all the the rights wars and true. production companies. But, oh, but also imagine the amount of money it would cost to even just do that legal thing every time. If right. these people are just going to keep are going to do this, right? You know, it's kind of it's a very like legally gray because it's a public domain story. Yeah. Right. That they did movies of, uh, but they still own the rights to in the sense of the stuff that they've done with those stories, which everyone knows. Um, so it's this weird gray thing. And they came to an agreement and uh, it was a, a, a giant thing for a really, really long time. These right. hammer films. They did all the universal monster stuff. I think ex- except for like uh, creature black lagoon. I'm not sure. But well, they what did was lo- kind of their, the, the pinnacle of their success with those? Would you say? Um, well, what, uh, I mean, it seems like Horror of Dracula Curse, is up there. Curse of Frankenstein, Curse of Frankenstein. was okay. like the earliest thing, and that was their big initial hit. And then like, uh, then Horror of Dracula, and then this movie, The Gorgon, was a and big deal. And are they deal. essentially just doing their own? Like they're just making the movie is on the same kind of premise, right? I mean, The Curse no. of Frankenstein is essentially Frankenstein, or do they try I, and do I, it? I think so, kind of. I haven't seen The Curse of Frankenstein, but I want to yeah. uh, after watching this. Yeah. I, I would like to. I'd like to visit a lot of these, and especially because they too. go on, and I think a lot of them are self-contained stories. Like, uh, The Horror of right. Dracula and every other Dracula movie after it, I think, are kind of self-contained. Yeah. Like, I don't think... They're not the, part the, of a bigger the universe. The Dracula after this that they made is not... A continuation of horror of Dracula is that is a different Dracula it's story. The, some it's the um. There's taste the blood of Dracula, but that was later. That 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 was in the seventies. Yeah, give me some names. All the names are like cool, like the Bride of Dracula, and like all all this different stuff. I I, I really enjoy the names of them very much. Yeah, they're, for, they're, for they're, some they're reason. Fun. Um. Okay. So um, I, I I had a site before that just like had them all, um listed out and the artwork is really cool to go through so okay so some of these are dracula heart of dracula curse of frankenstein the vampire lovers um dracula prince of darkness dracula ad the brides of dracula dracula has risen from the grave um yeah they're all taste the blood of dracula yeah they're all so wordy it's good it's got this nice yeah. yeah it's got this old uh Oh, okay. The, to scars it. of Dracula. There, there's all these things. Dracula. Yeah, people don't name movies like that oh, anymore. It, here's the one that, yeah. I, that I was trying to remember: the Satanic Rites of Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> wow, what a movie title! And I mean, that's also that's also Peter Cushing, isn't it? Yeah, and, and a lot of them were. A lot of them were, and uh, yeah, especially great to have those two actors on board for most of them. It must have been, must have been some type of contract that they had, but. 
m- most of them were both of them. Like Curse of Curse That's of Frankenstein cool. is uh, Peter Cushing is Doctor Frankenstein and Christopher Lee is Frankenstein's monster. Oh wow, okay. So they really found the 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 duo there. Yeah, yeah. And, and so are they? And it's kind of I mean. So does Dracula, is it like a uh, Michael Myers situation? He just comes back every time? Because I'm not in the horror sure. of Dracula, you know, spoiler alert, they destroy Dracula. Yeah. I think they're just like self-contained different stories containing uh I don't think it's like a retelling of like the Dracula book every time, but it's like it's a Dracula and a Van Helsing kind of yeah. idea. Maybe they continue it later, but I, I, I'm not exactly sure. Interesting. I can't comment too harshly. It, it, it's worth that. it's worth diving into. You know, maybe maybe we'll do another episode down the line with more um, Hammer Horror. Films. I will, I'll definitely want to watch more after this because, yeah, like, because uh, I've always I've always known of Hammer and I've always uh, meant to like dip into those. It's always something to like. Oh, when I see it, I'm like, oh, I should watch some of these Hammer movies. And I, I, I yeah, hear the term I Hammer forget Horror about. movies it, it refer, referred to in scores a lot of the time. Okay, like even Bram Stoker's Dracula was supposed to be kind of. Um, an homage to um, uh, the the composer of a lot of these Hammer movies, and um, I'll, I'll try and dig up his name. I think it's like um, James Barner or some something like that. Um, I- I'll find that, but it- it's obviously clearly super iconic and yeah. uh, in the realm of horror. Because I've always known Christopher Lee is like a big part of Christopher Lee's identity is people knowing him as Dracula, but right. I've still never like uh, like visited those. I, embarrassingly enough, I knew him as Count Dooku, and that's just me being a little yeah, millennial and, uh, and fucking also, squirt. You know, both have starred in Star Wars. Of course, you know Christopher Lee is Count Dooku, and, and, and Peter Saruman. Cushing is, is Peter Tarkin. Cushing is, uh, of course, Grand Moff Tarkin, uh, recreated in, in the latest one, uh, sadly CGI'd. Um, oh my god in the new one yeah the new one really weird Uh, so this composer is james bernard um james michael bernard on wikipedia was a british film composer particularly associated with the horror films produced by hammer film productions starting with the quarter mass experiment um, he scored such classic horrors the curse frankenstein dracula um and he also but so he he, he scored some other ones but um the hammer films were really his uh bread and butter and he really seemed to kind of have created a flavor and a sound with these and these kind of grandiose boom bum 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 yeah you know, very like old anyone, school when, when you cool. hear an old school horror film mu- music and you you think oh that's just old school horror film and a lot of that is this composer james bernard so that's cool i like that and especially that that kind of music adds so much to the idea of like gothic heart yes which I like, it, like for these old movies, and e- even talking about like Bram Stoker's Dracula, like uh, gothic horror is a genre that d- is not really explored at all anymore. Yeah, the last time I can recall is like uh, um, the Wolfman, uh, Wolfman, or uh, Guillermo del Toro's and the Crimson Peaks movie. Yeah, Crimson Peak movie. Yeah, I saw that. But it was okay. It was okay. But like I he, well, he was that. trying to do. He's trying horror. to revisit like gothic yeah. horror, which is something like I really like, and yeah. I think you could do a really some really cool new gothic horror movies yeah i think they're trying uh, to a little bit with some of these universal reboots but they just keep, keep missing the mark oh with them god these universal things what if michael they they just seem it's like if michael bay what if what if michael bay did it's not dracula. Your grandma's dracula yeah it's so lame yeah. and over the top i want like a real horror movie not some type are we of even like, gonna talk about this new dracula like, yeah. movie that's uh, the, what, are you, what are you talking oh, about? Oh, sorry. No, I'm thinking of The Mummy, the Tom Cruise oh, Mummy. Oh, The Mummy. Uh, that was just, it's supposed to be comical. I mean, the most recent Dracula, it was Dracula Untold, I think, right? I think that's probably about right. Is yeah. that? Have you seen it? Is it supposed to be okay at all? Uh, I started to watch it, and it seemed, I don't know. That was from 2014. 
Mm. What's the RT on it? Let's see. It's, it's a 6.3. 3. Uh, 6.3 is uh, pretty good on, on IMDb, IMDb for a movie. It's 6.3. It, it's not bad for a movie like this that you would ex- expect to be. Um, I don't know. I can't respect IMDb anymore since they took the comment section out of IMDb. Yeah, right. Yeah, a lot, like, a lot of people they, don't like that. People say it like it's like, oh, there's toxic stuff. But of course, we're talking about movies. Okay, it's a movie. passionate. Yeah, yeah. They hate stuff. But, like, whenever I would go to IMDb, what I want to do is, like, read the comments and see what real people think, and especially discussing the actual films, like, the qualms they had with it, and, like, like right. what do these parts of this movie mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know what to, like, I have to look up the Reddit of the movie, like, to go and, like, figure out, like, to yeah. talk about that kind of thing with people. It, it's frustrating. Yeah. IMDb was the, was the place for that. And it's strange that they took it out. Pity, you know, shame on you, well, you IMDb. Yeah, fuck you, IMDb. You're not, you're not going to silence the voice of the people. People will complain elsewhere. Yeah. And, you know, uh, yeah, there's not, you know, I, there's uh, if Facebook had more movie opinions, that would be cool. But there's just an overabundance of opinions on everything else. Um, Where do cinephiles go now? Right. Yeah. yeah. The Rotten Tomato score for Dragon Land Told is a 22%. That's more realistic. So, I'll listen sounds, to that. Every picture is this Jon Snow-looking motherfucker with... Wet hair and an outfit that's not as cool as Gary Oldman's when he was no glad. muscle armor. I mean, he's it, it is a little bit of muscle. He's got ch- gigantic shoulder pads. I would just say that this is probably not going to win the Academy Award. For yeah, the better Best left untold, design. I guess. I guess. <laughs> a story <laughs> better left untold. Dracula untold. I mean, what a fucking cop yeah. out for a title. You've seen thirty-four Dracula movies. Yeah. Now untold. Yeah. This time is. For real, though, I mean, is the he's got a gun? I, I think <laughs> I think it's supposed to be more about when he's fighting. Look, it, it has a positive review from Time Magazine. Oh, yeah, well Richard respected. I, yeah, I, I, oh god, do you ever read Time Magazine reviews? No. You ever read like Armand White's reviews? <laughs> no. You know who Armand White is? I don't think so. Armand White is an African American writer for um, the New Yorker. And I only point out African American uh, because he is the only reason that get out is not at a hundred percent. Oh, that um, guy. Okay, that yeah, was I the one about that. We, piece I, of shit. I read an excerpt. Yeah. He, he is a fucking piece of garbage. <laughs> Who's the guy who re who does, uh, uh, movie reviews in the back of taxi cabs. Oh like yeah. I don't know. His name's Sandy something. Yeah. I know who you mean. He's, he's like this, uh, skinny, like hair plugged wig guy. Yeah. It's like, the movie it was great <laughs> like, I don't know. like he says like you're in taxi cabs so you have no time to get a movie like told about but every time it's just like that's pretty funny it's like oh dracula told what a great romp fearful <laughs> love it bye <laughs> i would love to find a uh enjoy overpaying Ar- Armand this White review of dracula untold let's see if one uh, exists here <laughs> we can get uh, some nice blurbs i i you know this might have been above his uh pay grade no it doesn't look like it. there's a roger eber one but Oh, what does he? What does he give? Uh, one, gives it, he gives one it thir- thumb down. He gives and it three one stars out of five. Oh, no, no, two, no, two and a half. One dead Siskel's thumb. Wow! This <laughs> is the opening sentence. First, some good news: Dracula Untold, a sort of Batman Begins prequel, isn't as tacky as it oh, sounds. Oh, a prequel! <laughs> Glad it's a prequel <laughs> to Dracula. <laughs> oh, him going to war before he's a vampire. Oh. That's all I wanted to see. What about Dracula before he was a vampire? Dracula as a kid, <laughs> w- working on the fields in Transylvania yeah. when he was in high school. Things he, aren't so easy he, when you're hi- Dracula in high school. <laughs> Transylvania high school things, kids can be yeah, pretty mean. Things are a little weird when <laughs> when you go through puberty as a uh, vampire. Remember that show in twelve eighteen. You remember that show, Ugly Americans? 
Yes. That was a great show yeah. on Comedy Central. I really liked that show. Kurt Metzger. Okay, yeah. I wish I brought that back. It only was around for one, two seasons. It was one of those like try out after South Park Comedy Central series, mm-hmm. and then it faded away. But man, that was a good that was a good show. Good plug. Hey, <laughs> shout out Ugly yeah, Americans. Shout out Ugly Americans. All right. I cool. know what I'm doing tonight. Yeah, all right, cool. I'm watching the entire first season of that and Ugly drinking Americans. Sunny D. Okay. D. Sunny D. Sunny D. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, not the sun, but D, though. Jonathan. Just night, nighttime <laughs> D. Please. You'll find the glass. Yeah. Sunny D. <laughs> yeah. I can't how have about, it, of course. How about Moon D? <laughs> I'd appreciate that. Ooh, what is that? The purple stuff? Uh, <laughs> oh, orange juice, purple stuff. Oh, what moon, can I do? Moon I, D. I, I can't. It's just blood. Yeah. How about ca- Capri <laughs> Moon? Yeah. Is another favorite. Capri Sun, you see, not yeah. so good for me. Capri Moon yeah. is a fine drink. It's just just a thick human blood. It's just blood. Yeah. In a pouch. <laughs> yeah. What are you drinking, Dracula? Yeah. Oh, it's D. Yeah. And this is uh, Capri D. <laughs> this is Capri Moon. Uh, uh, this moon, is, uh, moon D. Yeah. And it's all I can drink. It's yeah. blood. It's so. uh, human blood from children mostly. Dead babies. Right I fed to my wives. Uh, anyway. We shouldn't so. talk to him. He's the weirdest kid at our yeah. high school. <laughs> yeah. High school's hard when you got Moon D in your lunchbox. <laughs> Everyone else has Sony And he's got like a Frankenstein lunchbox too. <laughs> yeah, I think we have yeah. a sitcom on yeah. our hands here. <laughs> Dracula. There's another month. Pre-Dracula. Yeah. The untold prequel yeah. before everything yeah. else. <laughs> Well, they've been craving this. Yeah. Craving the story. Just keep going back and forth, yeah. back further and forth. Prenatal Dracula. Yeah. You think it was easy on the, his mom? Yeah. He has no. a Frankenstein lunchbox, but it's like, it's like, uh, like 17, 12, like in high school. <laughs> like, no one cares. Completely unrelatable. It's having like a lunchbox. The mummy yeah. A, a, a lunchbox. Oh, God. Okay, we should probably talk about this film. Call, it, call <laughs> us Comedy Central. We got ideas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, All right. Okay, I guess we'll talk about it. Right. Okay, so uh, so horror Dracula, horror Dracula, yep. right? So we got uh, Christopher Lee as Dracula, Peter yep. Cushing as Van Helsing, uh, John Go, J- John, right? Someone Go as uh, Michael Go, Michael Go as Harker. So uh, similar opening, we, where we got Harker going to uh, Dracula's castle. I'm uh, sorry. You know what? No, yeah. yeah. Mar- Michael Go is Arthur Homewood in this. And it oh, he's Arthur Homewood, no, right? D- J- John gotcha. Van Essen is, is John, and they don't okay, even credit me. him as Jonathan Harker. It's just Jonathan. I mean, that's what. A, I mean, this guy's in the movie for ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, and then not anymore. They say his name Harker all the way through. They do. That's weird. They don't credit. I know him that is yeah. But uh, but he he goes there, uh, but not uh as some type of real estate agent. He is uh. There to work at his library to be his librarian, but he has an ulterior but motive. He's actually a vampire hunter, yep. which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, he's going in uh, incognito. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was cool. I like that. He goes there, and I like that you don't know it right away. Yeah, and yeah. He, you, you find out when he's writing it's a journal surprise. entry, yeah, it's a and he's like, and then so I'm going to sleep, and tomorrow I will focus on ending his reign. Yeah, I'm forever. like, what? Yeah, yeah I was Jesus like, oh, Christ. Shit. like okay. yeah, that was cool. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, he's not ignorant at all. Like yeah. he totally knows the score. Right, it's it's cool. Yeah. Even then, Keanu Reeves is you know buffoon that doesn't know what he's getting into. Yeah. It, it it establishes a bit more of a. It, it makes Van Helsing more of a worthy nemesis of Dracula mm-hmm. to kind of know that somebody else has tried to infiltrate and can't. Gives yeah, him a little yeah, bit exactly. More, yeah. He's already taken down one. Right, and it was a score. And in this one, Van Helsing 
does it, he's not even a dragon hunter until he reads Harker's journal. Right. He's, he's just not. A, he just studies vampires. Usually Helsing is the seasoned badass. Right. Who knows exactly how to kill a vampire, but in this one Harker is. Right. It, it's very interesting. Then Helsing they never is just an that. academic in this. Yeah, and then yeah. When he finds out what happened, but, but he's going he he's in on the plan with Harker to go and infiltrate Dracula's lair. I think he, is he? I think he said. Wait, why, yes, why he, he... he says we headed an investigative foray together. Okay, so all right, do, interesting. Yeah. So they knew something was going on before. Yeah, because Harker gets. But there. he's not a vampire hunter at this point. Okay, because yeah. he he gets there, and yeah, it, it's a little weird. And uh, Christopher Lee also, as Dracula, um, on screen for about thirteen minutes. Yeah, he's and barely he has probably about seven lines. Yeah. It doesn't say very much. Yeah, he was horrifying, but the focus here really is, is Peter Cushing. Yeah, but like, uh, so he he goes there and uh, yeah, and Harker's, uh, uh, Dracula's, um, ward or whatever his right. woman, there. She's trying to leave, and she's also a vampire, and she's like begging him to like get her out of there. You know, she's a vampire. I don't know what she thinks is going to happen. She's going to try to eat him. Yeah, I think she's just kind of in this like confused spell state. Yeah, mid state, and and she tries to eat him, and then Dracula smacks her around and stuff like yep. that. And eventually, Harker's like, "Okay, it's business time. Like things are already going a little crazy." Dracula's kind of like an undead pimp. Yeah, yeah, you know, always. He's always. got his like. He's got a harem. He loves women. Yeah, but he's always got his like. You know. He's got his bitches, essentially, that he keeps locked away. And he always needs people. That's another reason why... He, lure, I, I, he uses them to lure in other guys. But that's another reason why I think like vampires strike me as so weak. They can't even stand by themselves. They always need, like, uh, they always need people, because they, by the, during the day especially, it's usually the thing of someone who takes care of them, who guards them during the day. That's usually the trope. Right. But also, they just have guys who do their bidding, like... The, you got uh, Renfield and right. uh, Bram Stoker is there, who's like his servant and his wife. He needs to appoint and, stuff like and that. kind of, um, yeah, he needs to like he del- need, delegate he his be, tasks. He needs to be guarded because they're right. weak. Yeah. And a lot of points are weak. And yeah. so they're laying in their, uh, their little coffins. Yeah. But what frustrated me with this is that he kills the woman before he kills Dracula. Which I think is a strange maneuver to do. Yeah. Because, like, you know Dracula is the main threat, but he's going to kill the woman. Well, I think he just found her first in the coffin. No, he looks at Dracula first, and then he wanders over to her. He looks Dracula. Hmm. He looks at him. And then he, he wanders over, yeah, that is and true. he stakes her first. And then by the time by that time, it, night is just coming. And then Dracula's there and jacks him up. Yeah. And turns him into a vampire, and he disappears. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> he, uh, so Peter, uh, Chris, uh, Van Helsing there, yeah. Peter Cushing, yep. Yeah, Peter Cushing gets there. and so He shows up about 30 minutes into the movie. Mm-hmm. And I, I was, the whole time I was kind of like, I was like, what? But the, I mean, I, I think that's a, a trope of Dracula. The Van Helsing, it, it usually sets up the Jonathan Harkin character, like you said, to go and meet up with Dracula. Because we do and Van, the true Dracula nemesis. We, do, shows we up have later. we have all those main characters. We have, uh, yep. yeah, we have Harker. We have Van Helsing. Uh, we have Lucy, who instead of Mina, right? They're switched we, in this. Lucy is Harker's uh, bride. Yeah, uh, they're engaged. Right. 
her her brother is Arthur Holmwood. Right. Arthur Holmwood's wife is Mina. Yes. So we have the characters that all switched around. Yeah, it's, a weird, yeah, it's weird. It's, it's weird to watch the, these yeah, movies. Kind of. Yeah, back to back. But it's interesting because like when you, when we were introduced to like Arthur and he's like, oh, Mina. I'm like, oh, that's Mina? Like that's not usually right. yeah, I felt the same. who Mina is. Yeah. She's like a side. But uh, Peter Cushing. What's funny is that it, most people probably would think the inverse of what you and I did. You know, we were more familiar with with Bram Stoker's Dracula growing up. So this is the movie that flipped it for us. But for everybody else, you know, like that has grown up with these movies, then it, I guess it's really... with those movies. But I think these things are even rare for most Dracula stuff. Mina, Mina is, is the Harker because okay. Har- Harker's, uh, you know, his fiance. That's okay. how it always. That's it, how it is in the book. Okay, and that's how it is for a lot. Okay, yeah, you know, so, so for so Mina to be this switched. like a kind of like a side character somehow, it takes a while to get to Mina to figure yeah. out who even Mina is. It's kind of strange for yeah. that story. Yeah, so it took me definitely aside to like figure that out. Uh, but Peter Cushing gets in there, and he's yeah he he is given uh, the book at a bar when he's trying to figure out what happened, to Harker. You know. Yeah. And then he figures out what vampires are. Then he goes, and I, I believe he kills Harker. It's kind of off screen. He finds him in the coffin, but I'm not sure if Harker's dead. I think Harker's sleeping. I think. No, he's a vent. You see him. He's laying I, there, and he has fangs. Yeah, and, so and, I'm and assuming Christopher Lee let him be there as a vampire. No, yeah, he kills yeah, him. Yeah, and then he kills him. He okay, him I thought state. that's what implied, but they never they didn't show out right. They didn't show it out right, which is weird. Because but but it, he was saying, yeah, he died ten days ago after I killed him. Right, right, right. Yeah, because it was the scene where um, where Jonathan Harker kills the 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 woman that's being held there. Uh, you know, the Dracula's girl when he drives a stake and all the blood comes shooting out. That was a shot that was, when this movie came out, people were like, whoa, that was a very intense yeah. shot. And this movie was heavily edited in Britain where it came out. I bet. And I, I, I think that it was restored later. So the version that we watch and the version people can watch now is how it was originally filmed. But this movie was he- was heavily edited. And in 1958, the amount of cleavage and blood that they showed yeah. were, were, was some serious taboo. And also, we're looking at the edge also of, this is like first... Uh, Really colorized horror, especially right, yeah, technicolor Britain. That, that was a big thing with Hammer, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's colored. So all the other ones it, are black and white, especially different. from going to black and white to color and horror. I think is a big deal. Yeah, because uh, we're going from like gore and sex and stuff like that to being kind of like this elusive screen thing to becoming so much more real to you. Yes. Through the idea of like seeing like red blood. Right. Like that's much so more much visceral. more powerful yeah. than just seeing like some type of liquid that I assume is blood leaking out yeah. of someone's mouth in black and I white. I mean, it, it's a censorship yeah. issue. You think about um, Sin City. I, I, I don't know if Sin City was rated. It was R, wasn't it? No, oh, definitely. It was R. But, 100%, but I, I mean, that that I, I heard that, you know, like, the fact that they made it black and white and the blood was white, that they was a, a way that they they dodged the censors like that. They could have... I mean, it's a gruesome movie. that they yeah. You know, they could have got like an NC-17 rating. I don't know. But it's a pretty brutal movie. No, I, I, I think Probably you're right. I, I'm sure it was R. Yeah. But, um, but you know what I mean? I mean, that's just kind of an interesting way to kind of... And sometimes it was red too, I think, in the movie because it would do the color correction kind of stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Um, Sin City was R. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but it made it, it doesn't you don't think of it as like a brutal movie yeah really, you know I mean yeah. that white blood it's it, it it's like oh, you're reading a comic book or you're reading a book mm-hmm. the color 
literally does bring it to life. And so that's that change in horror cinema when stuff started coming out in color yeah, w- must have been pretty intense for audiences. Which I think is probably what the, uh, Hammer uh, probably should uh, – you know, give a lot of credit to. I bet for Curse of Frankenstein, there's like, oh, this is right. horror in color. Right. Like, this is pretty wild and a lot more horrifying, I imagine, to have to deal with that. Yeah, totally. Um, so it's crazy. Because the, uh, there's not that much gore, but there is, I, I imagine. It was really uh, a that scene, is what I read, was the kind of. That was the shot. The, was the most the shocking thing. scene in the scene where distributors were like, I don't know if we can show this. <laughs> So, or Christopher Lee with his uh, red eye contacts on, right? Like busting out, looking they, horrifying. They did not look uh, comfortable at all. He looks scary, and he's great. But like, there's not a lot of him in this movie to deal with. It's really Peter Cushing. No. Yeah, I will. Like, I feel like I want Peter Cushing to be my boyfriend. Like this. Yeah, after watching this movie, I couldn't take my eyes off. I, I could. He, he's so he, captivating. He's every scene. so charismatic. Yeah, and like. His his face is so different. Like yeah. I couldn't. Sharp you features. can't take your eyes off yeah. of him. Everything he does, I fucking cared about what he's doing. It, he was so captivating to watch. It From the insane. second he comes on scene, in, the, in that first scene where he goes in the pub, it reminded me of a lot of American Werewolf in London, where he goes yeah. into the slaughtered lamb, and he goes in, and everyone's kind of looking at him, and there's guard looking at him. He's like, "Can I get a meal?" And I literally felt like a, I was like, "Oh, oh that's Peter Cushing." Yeah, there he yeah. Is. <laughs> yeah. From the minute he's in there. Yeah, totally. You can't I mean, he makes, he makes this movie. Yeah, that. 100%. And you can see and, why they wanted he, to keep featuring him. Yeah, and he did after. a lot of like uh, of his own stunts, too. You can see him like jumping over mm-hmm. like stairs and like right. jumping on tables and stuff like that. And he's just like, yeah, he's quick to like to move into action and like just he's super so badass. charismatic. Yeah. God damn, dude. Yeah. Peter Cushing. That's what makes me want to re- like visit most of these movies. I just want to Most see of more all Peter Cushing. Is to see Peter Cushing, and you know, but I, I really do I totally. And on that, but I want to see more Christopher Lee too. Yeah, yeah, because he's going to have so much more. This in is all just these a movies. tease in this. And so, I mean, he stars as Dracula, obviously, a lot later. But is Dracula more featured in the movies, or is it more kind of a background? I would hope so. I don't I know. Think so. I, what I heard is a lot of these later, he he didn't like being in some of them, huh. especially Dracula. And I can't imagine like he's that captivated captivating curse of Frankenstein because he's Frankenstein's monster. Right. Peter Cushing gets all the big just, speaking parts. Right. It's kind of sad because Christopher Lee is such a great actor. Right. You know, he, he can portray himself physically creepy in that way, well, but also him, like him, dialogue him, Count Dooku. him speaking is, is such like, he has this like dark bellow of a voice right. that's pretty captivating. Right. You know, to hear him as Soruman like is there scary. Right. It's, uh, it's horrifying. Right, right. Even as Count yeah. Dooku, he, he's cool yeah. in that, too. And he's kind of a vampire in that, too. Yeah. You know, he does, like, his lair is in this big mountain, and I don't want to get into that. Because <laughs> I, I also, as a quick side note, I am of, have you heard this theory that George Lucas's plot initially was for Jar Jar Banks to have been a Sith Lord? And that oh, that, he, that's, a, that's a Reddit theory, but I want it to be true. I want it to be true too, and I. It's there, a great theory. There's a lot to it. There, there, there is a lot to it. I mean, mm-hmm. Count Dooku doesn't show up or is even mentioned till halfway through this movie, 
and he and apparently the the back you know the the, the theory is that Jar Jar Binks is a Sith Lord and that he's infiltrating the Jedi. Yeah, in the he's first like one. playing the fool like Yoda does, kind exactly. of in like Empire. Exactly. Plays the fool, except he's and you a see Sith. him because he's I mean he's an idiot and he's clumsy, he's but in agile. battle he does all these fucking backflips and stuff. Yeah, and so per- the, uh, like pretending that it's like a foolish right, luck, right, right, but it's manipulation of the there, force. There's some YouTube shit I've seen where I'm like, like okay, it's pretty wild. Like a Jedi it's very jump. compelling. It is. It's very. Compelling. And they say that so I mean obviously the backlash from Jar Jar Binks was so intense that while filming Attack of the Clones they were like look you Jar Jar Binks just can't be in these movies anymore yeah and so he had to quickly come up with a villain and he and Count Dooku <sighs> feels like such an afterthought in Attack of the it Clones it really does so th- I don't know that I'm just throwing out there so we, we could spend a lot dude. of time on that but I do like that theory a imagine lot. how much better those movies would have been if, if that Jar Jar the Binks truth. was the bad guy whatever they would have been even or more or polarizing like, redeemed the like so the totally. entire first it would have like, been movie. amazing yeah oh man it would have been amazing but, God, but, but I mean Count Dooku it is I mean if you're George Lucas you probably grew up watching the Hammer Horror movies yeah and it, in theory, you know if it goes along with this theory and they were like look you need a new villain I mean how cool is it to be like oh well I want fucking christopher lee yeah. come in and He's be a, a dark vampire jedi of course give he, him he a red like, lightsaber with a handle he got peter cushing and then like in the earlier ones so. right 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 so you, you you know that these movies had an effect on him and so that's kind of cool to bring back well, regardless of the jar jar binks theory but um it, it, it'll be cool i think to after watching some more of these hammer movies to go back and see yeah. him as count dooku yeah but this movie and it, he's a fucking count yeah yeah he's yeah, a yeah. fucking count <laughs> Yeah, I guess he is. Come on. Yeah, I guess he is. Yeah. No other Sith or Counts, but I guess Christopher Lee is. Just him. (laughs) He's like, Count of what? What does that mean? They never. It doesn't matter. He's like, he's like, like, well, Christopher Lee, he was Dracula, remember? You could just Uh, see. Pull down sunglasses, (laughs) wink, wink, wink. George Lucas walks into Lucasfilm. They they sit him down. They go, so, did you get rid of Jar Jar? He's like, well, I still think Jar Jar's kind of cool. They're like, did you get rid of Jar Jar? Yeah. He's like, well, I, what, what if we give him a skateboard? And they're like, did you get rid of him? He's like, okay, yeah. Yeah, I got this idea. We'll bring in Count Dracula. And we're we'll like, bring in Dracula. Yeah. And they're like, Count, they're like, they're like Dracula. George, he can't be Dracula. How about Count, Count, Count Diddly, Diddly Do? And they're like, Drooku. Not Diddly Do, not Drooku, Dan. How about Count Drooku? And they're like, can you just fucking call him Count Dooku? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, like poo. Yeah, it rhymes with poo, and yeah. he's bad. Yeah, There we go. Well, that's cool. We just figured out yeah. um, a lot of Star Wars analysis yeah. there. <laughs> he just wanted Dracula because he's a fucking idiot. He just wanted Dracula. Well, okay, I, I got the perfect villain. Yeah. Jar Jar, no, what it's if, not Jar Jar. What, what if he's Dracula? Yeah, what if it was a Sith? He's a bad guy. Dracula's a bad guy. We have him in the Star Wars. <laughs> wait, wait, Dracula can be our Star Wars. <laughs> he's a space... He just, just keeps yeah. like he just <laughs> he just keeps get re- Jesus, re-megging, just yeah. getting dumber and younger yeah. as it goes on. <laughs> Are you into a vampire fight your Darth Vader? Yeah. And they're like, okay, George, like that's been your five minutes in the writers' yeah, room. Like, like you can oh, go back. Man, his neck puffs up so much. Like how that talks. his neck demon that? is coming out. We get, yeah. let's put him. Let's fucking his childish get neck demon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just give him a just shoot heroin. Well, somebody should really talk neck. to George about that neck demon. Yeah. man. he he just convinced everybody that Dracula is now going to be the villain in Attack of the Clones. <laughs> well, what are you gonna do? Well, we're gonna do it. Um, he's gonna be yeah. called Count Dooku, and he, Dracula will be the bad guy. Yeah. They're like, cool. That's no, you just don't give a shit. Hang yeah. On. Okay. Well, I guess you know the money's there. Go, go Star Wars. They'll go right. Yeah. They'll can go. They, can they make a toy of him? They're like, it's not gonna be good. Like, well, 
Uh, well, he's a regular guy. You yeah, know they how, can do it. You know how other Sith are cool when they have like things about them, deformities or yeah. like uh, Not him. they're aliens, stuff like, like so that. So he's going to be an old man action figure? Yeah, right. yeah. well, he's just an old man with just a Dracula cape. Well, does he have a cooler lightsaber? Oh, well, it has no, a, a, a handle appendage that comes off of it? Yeah, it's, okay. like, it's curvy, but he's old, he's old and has a cape, like like uh, like Dracula. Remember, like you remember, he's Dracula. Shit. Cape, cape. They're like, oh, okay. 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 No one, no, not a single child is gonna buy a Count Dooku toy. <laughs> no one, no one, no single kid. Like all all the characters, Chris really. <laughs> it's it's, Chris no, it's it would be the worst toy <laughs> of all of the Star Wars universe. Mom, I want Count Dooku. As an old. Why can't you see three people? No, I want the old man. Just a stupid old man. I got this Count Dooku lightsaber. <laughs> Why does it have a fucking handle yeah, on it? Yes, Watch how easy it is. Because it's like a cane. Because <laughs> it's like cane. a cane for an old man. Fuck. He's a lightsaber cane. <laughs> God. <laughs> we did it. We only figured it the fuck well, we, out. There we go, man. <laughs> Little did we know we would have uncovered this, well, the, the yeah. secret of the Star Wars well. prequels in our vamp episode. <laughs> We rip back the curtain. Jesus. Oh, my God. What a fucking moron. It's so true. Jesus. That's definitely true. Wow. <laughs> Wait, what, what the fuck are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, what are we? This film, what movie? Dracula the horror, Untold? The Horror of Dracula. The Horror right. of Dracula. Oh, we were talking Dude. about how awesome uh, Peter Cushing was. Yeah, Peter Cushing. <laughs> be my boyfriend. Yeah, right. We were saying how you wanted Peter Cushing to be your boyfriend. Uh, but no, th- this movie, like, uh, like I was saying while we are talking about uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. This movie is so much of a stripped down version of this story. It's an alternative telling of the idea, and it's also just so uh, bare bones but compelling. You also yeah. have these great actors that that carry, and the story is like it's pretty tight and yeah. straightforward, and it's not bad or like. Really stupid, right? I, like, I, I think the dialogue's a little droll. It's a little boring at sometimes. times. It, but I mean, hey, that's uh, I'll, I'll, any movie from the fifties is going to have a lot of just. It's like a play. It's like a set piece and two actors exchanging dialogue. And when you have Peter Cushing, like with that dialogue, uh, yeah, it, it works and it's an effective, cool, creepy, atmospheric horror movie. But you know, not a whole lot happens. Yeah. Yeah, not that much. But I mean, it, that, uh, it, it, it doesn't take away from it. It didn't a lot of great take away scenes. how entertaining it was. And this is an hour and twenty minutes, and it feels like that. Rather yeah, yeah. Than, than you know. Yeah, it's very circus. short. Yeah. Well, my favorite scene though is uh, so, uh, Peter Cushing is he's recording on the um, the cylinder there, <laughs> and that servant walk. He pauses it. And oh, that right, servant yeah. walks and he's like, Oh yeah. <laughs> he's like looking at him all weird. To? He's like. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, nothing. He's like, it sounded like there was two people in here. Of course. I was talking yeah. to myself. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I was talking to myself. It was like, well, you could have just said you like a recording. Right. You like, in here, what you were saying. But, and and but, the guy is but, so but sketched the guy, out. <laughs> He's so sketched out. He, like, He's like leaving the room, like, just still just sta- staring, like, staring at him, like, Mm. Like that's the There's weirdest something thing going on. You're this guy. This guy's like, a fucking. He's has just spent his whole life recording. studying vampires. Yeah, the, but him talking the, to himself is the, the most frightening thing. Is in the center of the room. Giant it's a, tape it's a Yeah, it's a giant like uh, like shoehorn like <laughs> recording thing yeah. with the with the the cylinder in the middle, and this guy is like, "What is happening? My master who studies <laughs> the undead is." 
talking to himself? <laughs> I can't work for this fucking psycho. Yeah, he's like he's just a guy who works at the hotel. I didn't understand that scene, but it made me laugh oh, okay. so he's hard. I'm like, guy. why? Okay. So I guess he doesn't know. Yeah, all no, those no, he has no him. idea. He has no stakes, and you never see him again. Like he he's doing, work he's doing for a Dracula. little bit more intense shit. Than yeah, and he's like, oh no, this is a recording device. I was recording. <laughs> And he's like, that's it. Like, he doesn't yeah. even question the in device in the middle. He's yeah. just like, what wow. is going yeah. on? No one talks to themselves. No to my hotel. <laughs> I don't know. It's very strange. I've never heard yeah. of yeah. talk yeah. to themselves. Yeah, it's so weird. I don't know, man. Yeah. But it's great. So, like, uh, I guess to go through the plot a little bit, like, uh, Lucy... Uh, for some reason, so Harker gets jacked by Van Helsing. Van Helsing goes back to the family and to to Mina and Arthur, yep. and it's like, "Hey, uh, he's Harker's died. I'm sorry," you know. And they're very suspicious. They're like, "Why?" Seems like you fucking killed him. Yeah, like this is weird. <laughs> yeah, and then he's like, "Mina gets yeah, sick." Uh, no, Lucy gets. Sorry, sick. Lucy gets. Sick. Lucy gets sick because he keeps coming back to Lucy because right. he saw pictures. And starts turning Lucy a vampire. And she does. She turns into a vampire. Right. And then Van Helsing jacks her with, uh, and shows Arthur. And Arthur's like, okay, vampires. I guess that's real. That's crazy. And then, then he wants Mina to get revenge. It's mostly all revenge because uh, Dracula's mad that Harker killed his lady. So he goes to take Harker's lady, and then they kill that lady. So then he's like, "Fuck you! I'm gonna, I'm gonna get Mina then." Right. You know, um, and pretty simple. And then they go. Uh, Mina starts to get done, but they kill him. Right. With with uh, sunlight. Yeah, I mean, they find out that the sunlight is fatal, yeah, and the death scene is pretty is funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, he kind of just, like, ashes up real it, nice. But he has, like, little, like, cabbage patch eyes, like, sticking out of, like, a pile of ash. He's like, Rah! Yeah. <laughs> it's a comical part. I, I put it on my Instagram <laughs> story. Just because I was like, that was awesome. Like, I, I know it sounds, like, an appealing because it's not that much for us to, like, talk about for the movie. Because, like I said, it's pretty streamlined yeah. of a story. But it is good. It's an hour, 20 minutes. Yeah. It's a good movie. Uh, it's And it's pretty compelling. It's well acted. The set's good. Yeah. Like, the, the score is great. Yeah. Like, I say watch it. It, it makes me just want to watch more. But also, like I said, I just want to watch Peter Cushing more, do more shit. <laughs> like, and so that's how – like, that's, And this that's movie, what it is. Is a, I'm, it's a great I'm, setup. I'm glad you agree because, like, yeah, dude, he's – damn, dude. Oh, it's awesome. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's so much fun to watch him, the whole movie. Yeah, and, and, and this that's why this movie – why we picked it, I think, because it was the star of that whole Christopher Lee-Peter yeah. Cushing relationship. And so, yeah, I mean, for anyone who hasn't checked it out, it's totally worth checking out. And I'm going to go home tonight and watch one of the next – Dracula. I, I, I just I'm, want I'm gonna to. do Curse of Frankenstein. You're gonna do that? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I want to see what the one. next Dracula one is, and I am interested to see. I want to know what it is like there. linearly. You know? Yeah. What the next movie was? Yeah, what the timeline is? Because eventually, uh, I know for all of these things, they eventually tap out, and like they get people to replace yeah. them. Um, I think Cushing did more than Lee did. But still, even in the, yes. uh, I'd like to watch the, at least like the first couple mummies, the first couple Frankenstein's, and the first couple Dracula's, and also the Gorgon is a movie that they did that's supposed to be very good. Which um, one? It's called the Gorgon. 
Uh, okay. I'm not really sure what it's about, but it's supposed to be great. A great horror movie. And also they did this movie called 10,000 BC that Hammer did. That's supposed to be very good. Like, is that what the uh, the remake, 10,000 BC? Uh, I, d- I don't know. So I, I have a list uh, right here just for if anyone wants to see. I, it is like the, the first five like Dracula movies. So there's uh, the Dracula, a.k.a. The Horror of Dracula, which is 1958. Um, the second one was The Brides of Dracula, um, also starring Peter, Peter Cushing. Um, that was 1960. Um, <clears throat> 1966 was Dracula, Prince of Darkness. And these are all directed by Terrence Fisher. Um, he directs all of them. Um, the, uh, after that, 1968, Dracula has risen from the grave. Um, that's Freddie Francis directed that. Um, and then 1970 was Taste the Blood of Dracula, again with Christopher Lee. Uh, it, uh, as well, 1970 was um, Scars of Dracula. Then there's Dracula AD, 1972. The Satanic Rites of Dracula is 1973. I mean, this is crazy. Oh, and then and then right here, number nine, uh, the Legend of the Seven Golden Vampires. That's my shit, right there. Okay, so uh, that's some more of the the last uh, the last. That's one of the last throws. ones. Yeah, it's one of the last ones. Um, it, so that was a co-production with Hong Kong's Shaw Brothers. There you go. Well, that's which why, is it why like it's such a, a, a martial arts film, right? Um, but the last uh, production they did for for that heyday uh, was 1979, and then they died. Which was and, that? Um, it was a remake of Hitchcock's 1938 thriller, The Lady Vanishes. Oh, cool. And then they were revived in 2007. I'll read right from Wikipedia. In, uh, in 2000s, although the company seemed to be in hibernation, frequent announcements have been made for new projects. In 2003, for example, the studio announced plans to work with Australian company Pictures... Oh, Pictures in Paradise to develop new horror films for the DVD and cinema market. Um, so then they ended up doing uh, some stuff. They f- they first came back with a movie called uh, Beyond the Rave, a vampire story, which premiered for free online on MySpace. <laughs> uh, nice. Um, they did a bunch of shitty movies. Um, they produced one, uh, some of the latest ones were movies called The The Resident. Uh, their biggest one, uh, in partnership with Overture Films and Relativity Media, they did Let Me In, the remake really? of Let the Right so, One so In. So Hammer's still... It, they're it, back. They, they it, it exists in full, and they're mm-hmm. still like, putting out movies. And now they're producing films again. They did the Woman in Black. Oh, okay. And that was, the, was that the, the in Black Two Daniel Radcliffe movie? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they did the Quiet Ones and oh, okay. Gaslight. Okay. And those were the the last ones. That's kind of cool that they're still mm-hmm. making movies. Yeah. Somebody other than Bloomhouse. They're back. It seems like they're partnering with people to make it. I don't know what that means. They're just getting pieces of money. I don't think they're actually really I mean, well, really not the case back hit then, too. With, but still, with they're, they're, like, they're like really making movies. I think this is more okay. of like uh, just like kind of throwing a little bit of money with some people at it. I don't know like what kind of creative control they're doing with this. Um, right. And also, I assume it means something totally different. Like, it's just a company. It's everyone who <laughs> probably was part right. of that is dead. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, yeah. you know. <clears throat> but it's a uh, cool. I would like to see the spirit of that happen again. Like if they started doing their own uh, rip off things again, but I'll, I, mean, I assume they would get, just get shut down because universal's just reprising all that stuff in a very garbage right. fashion. I think a good way I, I, on this, um, this blog, uh, Cinadelphia, um, rat wraps it up nicely. It says, um, um, talking specifically about Horror of Dracula. Stars Christopher Lee as Dracula and Peter Cushing as Van Helsing. Director Terrence Fisher and set designer Bernard Robinson, who I think is worth mentioning, would continue to influence and regularly work on the nine-film series, which gave Universal's Dracula a completely new look and tone, adding blood, sex, and a lavish Victorian set. 
The film's success ensured frequent entries in the series, which continued until 1974. Though there are an equal number of hits and misses, the series comes highly recommended to fans of classic 60s horror. Hmm. So there you go. I mean, that's a pretty good run from fucking 1958 to 1974. They were making also, money off these. Oh, I mean, yeah. That's intense. And also, they started in, like, 1938. Right. That's, that's, and I that's pretty back. cool. Yeah, that's Damn. cool. <clears throat> but I'll probably... Uh, I'll probably intro this song or end the podcast at least with uh, there's a Kate Bush song called Hammer Horror, okay, which uh, references pretty much all the Hammer films. Cool. One with a little Kate Bush. Well, I'm gonna watch Brides of Dracula next, and I'm gonna watch uh, Curse of Frankenstein tonight. Well, fuck you. You know what? Yeah, that's fine. And uh, we're gonna try to get another one out in October. Yeah. So we, maybe we wouldn't say we talk about it in, in case we don't, but right. hopefully we do Hellraiser. Well, hopefully we do. <laughs> Yeah, I got a lot. I, I yeah, let's do Hellraiser. Yeah, we got a lot of things online. I want to do, uh, like we said, I want to do Anaconda and Alligator together. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, maybe like Christine and Maximum Overdrive or something. Yeah, like I'm that. getting into this. I'm, I'm actually reading Salem's Lot right now. Really? Yeah. Uh, Salem's Lot. Uh, since Don't, no been, spoilers, please. Since I've been a VHS hunter, Salem's Lot is the. It's on eBay the most. I have two copies mm-hmm. that I've gotten from lots. Oh, okay. From VHS lo- VHS lots. Right. Um. But also, I watched. Uh, by the way, I watched uh, John Carpenter's. Not John Carpenter's. Uh, uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, excuse me. I I watched uh, Francis Ford Coppola's uh, vampire movie that we talked about. What's the guy's name who wrote it? I've been drinking. You can't even remember. Francis Bram Ford Stoker. Co- Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. Yeah. Bram Stoker's Dracula. I watched that in VHS. What? Oh, 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 the, this, the actual yeah. movie. Yeah, I watched the, the movie oh, on VHS. <laughs> what movies did we do tonight? Yeah. Okay, oh, so you all got to experience on VHS. I did, yeah. That's cool for an early 90s movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so it was okay. The effects settled themselves, I guess, if they were shitty. You know? Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, Keanu Reeves always looks better on tape. Yeah. <laughs> True. Uh, I don't need my digitally remastered Keanu. Uh, but yeah, I think that's about it for us. Cool, man. That was uh, a, a nice little intro into Hammer Horror here. And, yeah, um, dig yeah, some want, Hammer you, films. Maybe yeah, we'll we'll, we're going to dig more into it. And uh, so what what would you rate this bad boy? Um, I'm going to give this a seven. It's not, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's a good movie to watch. It's, it's very small, uh, but it's very compelling. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's also, uh, I feel like I'm very influenced by the fact I'm very excited to, uh, get into hammer horror films yeah you know it, it's uh, exciting when you can see something that it doesn't have to be the end all be all it just piques your interest enough yeah, it's enough it's like, of an intro it's into like something. yeah i could get into this there might be something right. here especially because this is one of the the second real hammer horror film i would like right. to see where it goes especially yeah. that uh that seven golden fucking yeah i, I recommend Dracula's. that highly to anyone that looking sounds for crazy cool, yeah um, they partnered legend of the seven golden vampires yeah, they partnered with uh it's, some chinese production company yes, to make a, a kung crazy. fu vampire you will movie. love it and that i think a lot of listeners wacky. will probably like it a lot too that sounds wacky as yeah. shit it's on rob that. zombies like top 10 must see horror movies oh uh, yeah it, yeah it, it's very good uh also uh i'm gonna post it on our page but i just did a uh, stand-up set as Jigsaw from the Saw films awesome. uh, doing Def Jam comedy. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, Please, yeah, post that gonna, on the deadline. It, it I'm is amazing. Post that. I also think I might do a Rob Zombie set before the month is over, too. Great. As Rob Zombie. Beautiful. Yeah. Are you going to have uh, Sarah be Sherry Moon? <laughs> no, I'm sure I'll talk about Sherry Moon as a, that, that, the beautiful movie star that she is. She's a movie star. <laughs> I mean, the production companies, they, they want to put her in, not me. It's just they just, 
You know, she just keeps getting work. It's crazy. The, the, the production companies are clawing down the door for more Sherry Moon songs. Yeah, it's just like I just went to the production company. I'm just like, <laughs> I want to I make this movie so it, it takes place in Murder World. And those are these clowns. These clowns. One clown is a midget Hitler, and the other one's like Doomhead. Did and you like rewatch 31? And like, fuckhead. Did you rewatch it? No, I didn't, but I, I, I sent you a. Uh, I was you the back yeah. of that DVD at work, and they talk about like how it culminates in a satanic ritual. And I don't remember a satanic ritual in the end at all. No, remember he, she just escapes. And I then think the she whole well, the whole thing it. was based at the if it was based off that whole thing. Like Malcolm McDowell's character has these two women, like, and they're dressed in Victorian clothes, and they're watching like it all unfold. Mm-hmm. It didn't seem like a satanic ritual, but maybe that's what they're referring no, to. I don't know. Maybe the satanic ritual is just having to watch it. I guess. I guess. Go to yeah, I think a satanic ritual is experiencing feels like that movie. hell. Yeah. 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 Not great. What if there was a Spanish midget who was also Hitler? I get all my <laughs> I get all my ideas from eighth graders' notebooks at the arcade. Rob Zombie's just hanging out. Hey Zombie. kid, let me yeah. let me see that yeah. Mead notebook. Oh man, what I would give to get my hands on those Columbiners notebooks to make them into dark and twisted films. Hey kid, what's your inspiration for this? Dragon with the clown head. Yeah. It's got a dildo sword that's yeah. killing all these women. I, <laughs> I, I could do something with this. Yeah, it's so fucking stupid. Like yeah. That, why do you wait out, yeah. outside my school for me every day, Mr. Zombie? Yeah. What if aliens were dragons and they had cum that was fire also, but was still cum and felt nice? Sure, it's like, you got a lead for the movie, babe? Yeah. <laughs> I'll be anything. I'll be the cum. Yeah. <laughs> Please. I'm part of this, too. Like they're not just like feeding their own bank account. Uh, yeah. Like uh, she gets, he gets her to be. She's an awful actress. And he uh, gets yeah. her to be in all these movies, and just like, it's just more money for him. Yeah. They're Joint married. Bank account, like, baby. Yeah. <laughs> like he's like. Yeah. Here's some more money for Robbie. I, <laughs> like, I, I, I get it. Yeah. Need to buy more. Uh, <laughs> Freddy action figures. Yeah. I guess in my. Uh, Connecticut house. <laughs> yes, in my hometown yeah, of Kent. Yeah. Need to buy that tiny dollhouse and fill it with uh, Candyman I'm, paraphernalia. I'm going to get inside that house one yeah. day. <laughs> one day. He'll be waiting there. <laughs> I've been waiting. Hey, do you have any cool uh, 12-year-old notebooks that I could peep through for some ideas? Yeah, hey, I was just like reading like this these YA like novels. They're called like, Goosebumps, and they have like really cool ideas. <laughs> have you heard <laughs> of these? I've I have this whole. Co- I'm I'm collecting these go- this goosebump one anthology. I mean, it's groundbreaking stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's one where like a sponge is like the devil, and he's like lives under the sink, and it's like the devil though. I have no idea how to yeah. make any of this on film, other than have maybe Cherry Moon Zombie. Yeah, it's like well, there's... and Brad Dorif fight a yeah. Hitler midget. But that's I, I'm 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 maybe early Mal- stages. What right if Malcolm McDowell was the sponge? <laughs> <laughs> it would be kind of silly yeah. but sinister. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, under the sink, it's so crazy. <laughs> it's crazy here under the sink. Pure evil enough to make a sponge. Scrubbing kill. dirt is my yeah. existence. <laughs> yeah. Scrub a dub every day. I've had enough. Now it's time for me to scrub your life away. Let's now scrub Sherry Moon yeah. Zombies. <laughs> Short jeans. It's like, skirt. <laughs> uh, Rob, it's actually, it's a very popular series. They already have a TV show. It's like, well, no, we'll remake it. We're remaking well, they also they remade also they made a movie also with Jack Black with, with all of it. He's like, oh, that movie, movie, that movie kicks ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> off this. I love that movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna do that, dude. When the like, punks are, come to are life. Are you are you listening at all? <laughs> like, <laughs> 
I, I came up with that idea one. So a kid has books and, and they yeah. come to life and yeah. there's a, a zombie Hitler midget and Sherry Moon Zombie at this point is completely naked. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Sherry is the beast from the east. <laughs> shout out beast from the east. Yeah, shout out beast from the east too. One of my okay, well and then there we're going to. All right, yeah, we're getting a little bit off track here. All right. Um, any other plugs that you have for shows uh, coming up? Or? I had too many shows. Uh, just come, shows come to the up. Bad Bad Show at the end of the month, uh, the 28th of October. Come to the Bad Bad Show SU52. Cool. Let's be real spooky. Right on. Two-year anniversary, baby. Yeah. Cool. Congrats, by the way, man. The Thank Bad you. Bad Show. That's awesome. Hell yeah. I would love to. I, I'm, I won't be around, but I, I'd encourage anyone in Boston to go and check it out. It's always hilarious. Hell yeah. Um, For me, for a sp- I have a spooky plug. Um, My band's new album is coming out on Halloween. Ooh. Spooky day. Um, it's called Cheen. Um, and yeah, you can check it out. You can pre-order it now at um, if you just go to like lespecial.net or lespecial.bandcamp.com. Um, there's two singles. Um, check it out. It comes out on Halloween, and uh, we'll be having our album release um, in Brooklyn at Brooklyn Bowl for our event, The Spectacle, which will also be quite spooky mm-hmm. and um, in, in the spirit of the season. And um, yeah, I hope people check it out. And uh, <clears throat> as a quick side note, as a kind of a movie recommendation with it, some of the artwork for the album and... Um, um, our tour poster especially was influenced by a movie that I talked about briefly on the podcast called Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. Oh, I think hell I told yeah. you, it, it, mm-hmm. It's like this 80s made-for-TV movie oh, that yeah. Scarecrow comes I've back to life. That. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. it's weird, but it's creepy it, and it's it cool. Rules. Yeah, the artwork is great. Um, we have a track out now called American Apocalypse, and it's kind of inspired by that, um, as well as the artwork and stuff like that. So it's a cool movie to check out if you want to dig in the album a bit, and um, please download it. So um so I can continue to live um, and and buy cereal to eat. So, hell yeah, yeah. Let them live. Let let me live, bit boys. Let us live. Also, please just um, tell your friends about the podcast. If you like yeah. us, if you like horror movies, if you have a friend who likes horror movies, uh, tell them about us. Also, if you they know, like Rob Zombie movies, you you might you might not want maybe want to check out a different podcast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but you know, he should hear this. We want him to hear this eventually. Yeah. I still want to meet you, Rob. Have him come on and let us backtrack. <laughs> yeah. Through all the things we've said. Him he, and Max he'll, he'll be writing in his mead notebook in the back. Yeah. <laughs> dragon. This dragon is a hair. Yeah. Uh, midget. Uh, what if tits were like, uh, had like blood on them? So, well, damn, what if Sherry Moon Zombie could just be a set of tits? And, yeah, and they had blood, except the blood was also a werewolf. Oh, yeah, and I'll, and I'll, and, and, I'm I'm Leatherface in it, and uh, I'm also Michael Myers, and uh, and I film it with the camera they use for The Exorcist, and Jerry Moon Zombies. There's blood all over tits yeah. for the entire it's, movie. Yeah, we called uh, Tits from Hell. The movie Tits from Hell. Yeah, Tits from Hell. Fucking sick. Okay, cool. It's greenlit. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, um, all right. Check out it. Rob Zombie's new movie, Tits from Hell. Tell some hell, everyone. Uh, good night. Uh, stay spooky. Good night. Bye.